listening to A Cool Truth Podcast Production. What's up? What's up? What's up? AEW Dynamite Review. It feels like forever since we did one. The Communist Basketball Association of China pushed back Dynamite for a few days and a extra half hour tonight. So here we are with a Saturday night Dynamite Review, baby. Cool truth. And I have to say it was a pretty damn good Dynamite, I would say. A couple things we didn't like, a couple things probably loved. With me, the co-host of Cool Truth, a Dynamite, AEW Dynamite Review, to be heard on Cool Truth Podcast Productions, and also Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network, Mr. Whitehouse. What is up, my friend? Boy, shit, man, we're going guns blazing. Yes! Hey, we don't fuck around, we don't fuck around. Saturday Dynamite was great. I felt like 6.05, but it wasn't 6.05, but I had that little feeling, Saturday night feeling. Yeah, little, you know, it was nice little nostalgia mm-hmm. there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Man, fucking fantastic. That's all I gotta say. And also with us, the executive producer and mastermind behind <laughs> Cool Truth Wrestling News, Hollywood, Blading <laughs> for Truth, Jeff Edwards. What's up, my brother? What's up, AEW Dynamite? I agree with the nostalgia. And uh, usually we say there was some good and some bad. There was some bad, but I think there was some great. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, overall, very good show. Uh, flowed good, exciting. Um, not perfect, but pretty da- nothing. Nothing I would say uh, would make it overall negative. Um, I think. Agreed. I think some of the negatives are just going to continue, kind of be a continuation of negatives that have been happening or things that we haven't liked so i don't know that we'll spend all that much time on it uh there's so much good to talk about i think that'll be the bulk of the show and if we have some, if we have time we'll get to some nxt and maybe some other things we'll see but um let's kick it off with AEW dynamite uh we started off wrestlers in the ring private party versus ftr with a uh he's I guess you could call it somewhat of a surprise. Maybe not much of a surprise, but pretty cool to actually see it coming together. Uh, Tully Blanchard's out there with FTR, which uh, was a big deal. White House, your thoughts about this one? Oh, I popped right when I saw Tully in that. Right when I saw Tully in that jacket in the corner, and his name's on the front of the jacket. I'm, I'm sold, 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 sold. FTR as a heel. That's what they need to be. They got the manager and Tully. That's what we wanted. We got the three out of four. And, you know, I thought it was a good match. Uh, FTR made Private Party look really fucking good. And I like the one thing Tass said in that match towards the middle. You know, FTR keeps things simple. And I think that's that's fitting for FTR. The one thing I did notice was Private Party didn't use was wasn't using the, the tag rope, um, so I, I noticed that. And uh, you know it was a good match, it was a good way to open. And FTR got to got the W. 
So, White House, is there any uh, historical re- relevance to the jacket? Yeah, man, Tully had his own. Back in back in the day, Tully wore his own. Tully and Art both had one in mm-hmm. uh, there the we Brain go. Busters. Okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah, the Brain Busters. Just wanted to uh, throw that out there for the peeps. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. So, yeah, one. so I guess it goes without saying I was sold, sold, sold as soon as I oh, saw it too. Man. Yeah, Unbelievable. Man. Uh, oh. I actually love this match, guys, and I am not a big private party fan um, since I've been coming on the Dynamite Review Show since way back a couple months ago. I kind of had uh, some issues with private party, but in this match, and I guess you can credit FTR, uh, there was a spot I'd say about maybe three-minute section of the match where Private Party was working on the arm, quick tagging, working on the arm, quick tagging, working on the arm. Then they would double-team and throw some of their, you know, gaga moves in and then tag out quick and continue working on the arm. And I thought to myself, okay, so if we have the high-flying, they just proved that you can use modern wrestling in the old-school logic. They proved it tonight. So there's no excuse now. There's no excuse. I don't want to see a two-on-two be like a four-on-four or a five-on-five again because they just proved tonight working with FTR that you don't need to go crazy. You could go crazy in spots, but then you can ground it right back down to old-school tag wrestling. So I thought the match was great and Private Party looked good tonight, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. I, I tend to agree with you guys. Uh, better match for Private Party, better than we've seen. Um, yeah, working with FTR probably has a lot to do with it. Or maybe, you know, a couple weeks off and maybe watching some tape and, you know, who knows? Uh, it's a sign of the future. I don't know. We still get the tag rope only with FTR, not with them. Which, I, 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 I almost switch an FTR matches both teams would use it. Would use the tag well, it was rope. there. They just weren't using it. Was yeah. it? I didn't even see. Yeah, they were there. Yeah. Oh, was, it there? was okay. there? Okay, I I knew F- I knew FTR was using it. I didn't realize yeah. they weren't using they it. They just weren't. They just weren't using it. It was there because I saw it hanging on the other side of the turnbuckle from where they were standing. They just weren't using it. There used to be a time where they were always there, and I'm wondering if they're always there, but we just don't notice them because nobody uses them. <laughs> right. So I I don't know. I I'm gonna have to look for that. Yeah, I was curious to see what was. Yeah, I mean, uh, every time I noticed they they had when they went to that that side that corner angle where you could see uh, private parties uh, side of the side of the ring, they weren't using it. But you know, you see those guys hanging onto it. So I think it's I think it's a new thing. But for them, I guess I don't know. But yeah, it just stood out to me a little bit. You see how I am with those little nuanced things. They okay. I noticed it. I can't help it. You know, but uh, notice that. But outside of that, I mean, I think I think you guys, both guys, were right. I mean, FTR has the that way of just elevating, ev- elevating. Thank you. You got um, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, JD is really talking back to me right now. Um, their game, and I think that that's going to help Private Party as well. I think they needed this type of match because. The last couple that we've discussed with Private Party mm-hmm. haven't gone that great, so maybe this is a sign of things to come. Like, hey, you want to be on Dynamite, you got to p- perform, produce, or you're just going to be end up staying on Dark. So 
maybe that's kind of their their carrot. So it was a good opening match to start the show for sure. Yeah. Uh, from there, we went to a backstage uh, recorded promo with Moxley in uh, Hollywood. I'll have you jump on this one. Uh, uh, Moxley uh, co- came out with his best stuff tonight, I believe. Uh, what, what are you thinking about this one? Yeah, I think it's arguable. Uh, you said that in our texting tonight. And I would say probably mainly me out of the three of us. I'd say the past two or three promos. Yeah. I'm really getting into him. Uh, but yeah, tonight he was he was on point. Um, get, what were some of the specifics he said? Because you you popped for the mom's <laughs> basement line and the oh I, I you know. the mom's no basement I like I like he, I, I, he talked about him losing his virginity losing yeah, his yeah, virginity yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good so was he good. Ha- yep. he hammered he hammered all the uh, he hammered all the uh, you stereotypes know, stereotype of the uh, you know, a little pussy ass wrestling fan type guy, and he's trying to make Moxley that mama's boy type guy, which you know, compared to him, you know, badass Moxley makes sense to me. Um, spit some fire, uh, didn't hold back, you know, kind of a somewhat of a more. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go like crazy and say it was this edgy promo, but it was, you know, it was an adult yeah. promo. It was it, oh, right, right. It, it served its purpose and then some. I would say it was very good, very good. Um, I'm kind of digging what's going on between the two of them. Um, you know, they did, they have had a little physical interaction, but mo- for the most part, this is uh, you know kind of old school. Where guys are just cutting promos on each other, and yep. you know, yep. kind of the heel doing the as we'll get. I mean, we might as well just jump right into the uh, next segment. Perfect segue. With MJF, he has his staff behind him, uh, you know his campaign staff, and he's he's clearly uh, distraught and injured by the uh, paradigm shift, and uh, he has his lawyer with him. Who I'd love to know who the lawyer was because he he cut a fucking mean promo too. I thought, yes, he did. Um, and basically they have five million signatures saying that Moxley shouldn't be able to use this move, and they want him to sign off that he he cannot use this move in the match. And uh, basically, the lawyer is saying, "If you're the badass you say you are, do you really need one move?" Type of thing. And if you don't sign off, we'll sue you. And you're not going to beat my firm. Nobody, nobody beats my firm. We never lose. The whole thing. Um, very cool. Um, White House. You know, from the MJF side of things. Uh, in this one, uh, it was. I kind of liked that they did them back to back. It was. Yeah, it was I, early I, in the show, yeah, but I liked yeah, that they were like yeah, right back to back like that. Yeah, no, I like the back-to-back like that. I, I thought, you know, they they haven't from the top of, off the top of my head. I don't think they've done that before. They've split them. Yeah, I like the back-to-back. I like the little puss face he had on, the mean face he had on. I think we kind of knew that this was what he was going to go after. It was kind we kind of were hitting them about it, you know, talking about it last week, uh, last show. That you know, watch him go after the paradigm shift. You know, and, and you know it's the heel thing to do. And, uh, you know, I'll be curious to see how it goes next week at the contract signing. But, uh, no, I like the way this is playing out. I mean, I, as I said last week, I think I'm going to – I think for me personally, I, the match will be okay. But I'm enjoying all this, all the stuff that's leading up to the match. And this just goes to show, you know, what we're headed for the next couple weeks going into All Out. And we so found – Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. 
And I was going to say we found out later in the show that uh, we we are going to get the uh, yeah the contract signing uh, n- next week, which is Thursday. Uh, I'm not sure the date off the top of my head. Is it the 26th? Yeah. Tomorrow's the 23rd, Monday, 24th. Yeah. 20, 27th. 27th. I was close. I was 27th. close. 27th. There you go. You so were it's, close. I, it would have been on the 26th. So it's going to be on the 27th because the, uh, you know, the CCBAC, <laughs> the, the CBAC uh, has uh, more playoff games. So we got to move it. Um, we got to move the games for that, uh, you know, you know. Communists don't move their hours for anybody, apparently. So, anyway, um, <laughs> Edward, your thoughts about MJF side of the promo? I uh, thought it was great, mainly the uh, lawyer, of course. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what I love about this storyline, and it's so old school, that you know there there was a time where Jake Roberts was using DDT, and nobody was using the DDT but him because it was his finisher. Mm. And then in the 2000s, especially late 90s probably too the DDT became like a clothesline everybody was using it and this puts emphasis on Moxley's finishing move Right. and this is a problem in modern wrestling everybody kicking out of finishers kicking out of finishers mm-hmm. they're putting the emphasis on this MJF thinks he, he he'll have it in the bag if he takes away Moxley's finisher Right. that alone in the storytelling has me sold because you don't see that in WWE anymore. You know, it's it's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, right. I agree. Um, I agree. Uh, and yeah, especially the I mean the DDT now is like so many freaking variations of it. Like mm-hmm. you're right. It's a, it's a, it's another move. You know, it's yep. uh, like we see cool Canadian destroyers all the time now, which are literally like cool to see. But nobody could really use that as their finisher now. <laughs> like, how are you supposed to make your Canadian destroyer right. better than... Unless you're Ray Phoenix and you do them off of people. Oh, uh, you know, but yeah. I mean, like, there's there's really no way to make that a finisher again. Um, other than, I, I, I will say, um, not to get off track here, Dijak, and for you NXT WWE guys, that's Dominic Dijakovic. When he, he was in a indie tag team with uh, Mikey Webb, and they had like a double Canadian destroyer, which is pretty sick. Which somebody probably total totally can use, but they didn't call it a Canadian destroyer because they were like the American something tag team. Because they did like a double Canadian destroyer, it's it's very hard to explain. You'd have to see it. It's really awesome though. They called it an American destroyer, and it was a similar move that they made their own that they named differently, which is almost like the paradigm shift being like the double arm DDT. It's not your traditional DDT, so Moxley, you know, made that move kind of his own version of the DDT, changed the name, and made it his finisher. So, very similar situation. And that's why, you know, if, like Edward said, if everybody starts doing that fin- starts doing that double-arm DDT, it takes away from it actually being a finishing move for him. It would be like everybody doing the one-wing angel all of a sudden, it's not that, you know, nobody kicks out from that move. Nobody kicks out from the paradigm shift. So, AEW does have some finishers nobody really kicks out from. Crossroads not being one of them, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, and again, yeah, that's a good point because it's, uh, even Kenny, he has the one winged angel, but he also does the, the snapdragons. Snapdragons. The, the, the knee. What, what's the knee? The, the V-trigger. Thank you, the V-trigger. So, yeah, I like the time period of old school because it separates the guys. It separates the, the characters. They have yeah. their specialty moves and their finishing moves. So, 
All right, so coming out of that, we have the eight-man tag match. Uh, and I, I call these the Edward special because he loves them so much. <laughs> the uh, Lucha Brothers with Butcher and Blade versus the Natural Nightmares, which is, as we know, QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes, with Jurassic Express, obviously, um, Luchasaurus and, uh, and uh, Jungle Boy. And, you know, they have their little minion out there, Marco Stunt. Uh, ringside. Listen, it's... I don't, I don't know. This this match was... I, I kind of take it or leave it. I feel like they did a lot of cool stuff before it. So it almost like feels like the second match on the card should be. It was like, all right. There was a couple spots that were kind of like weak. Um, there was a couple spots that are kind of cool because you had some... I, I mean, I could watch Lucha Brothers and Butcher and Blade all the time. I thought they were great. We had a surprise at the end of the match. But, Edwards, I'll let you jump in here. Uh, what are you thinking about this one and the uh, the surprise at the end? Okay, well, the surprise at the end was worth punishing myself over because uh, <laughs> at least there was some kind of reason to the match. But uh, so I'm just at a point right now where as far as the – AEW smorgasbord goes. Uh, this is the the I don't know the chocolate pudding. I'm just I'm gonna skip the chocolate pudding. I don't like the chocolate pudding because they obviously can do storytelling. They obviously, which we'll get to, they could obviously do old school tag style, and this isn't it. So it's gonna be a fact of life. I got to put up with. So that being said, um. Two things really bothered me about it, and they both involve Ray Phoenix. One was not his fault. The destroyer that Dustin Rhodes gave to him, I thought he killed Ray Phoenix. Uh, go back and watch it if you don't know what I'm talking about, but I don't think Dustin right. rotated far enough to get in that seated position, and it looked like Phoenix took a nasty bump on his neck. Ray, Ray's going to be feeling that. Ray's gonna it be made me that. cringe, man. Yeah, I'm with cringe. you. I'm with you. But the other thing, obviously, and we've been waiting for, I don't know, about a month now. We talked about Phoenix with the mask, got ripped off. It's a big deal in luchador culture. Then he appeared on Dark, him and uh, Pentagon. And tonight, FDR was on the show. And tonight, Ray and Pentagon were on the show. And there was absolutely no follow-up. So again, to me, there are multiple bookers doing one show. Yeah. And somebody isn't crossing the T's and dotting the I's because that is something that should not have gone by the wayside to me. No, not at all. So at AEW, I, this is forever going to stick in my craw. Year one, what's the big negative? This. It's terrible. It's terrible storytelling. I can't, I can't stand it. I can't even look at Ray Phoenix anymore without getting mad. Yeah, I'm and sometimes you. it's got to be up to the. It, sometimes it's got to be up to the wrestler. You know, at that point in time, he should have said, "Why? Why are we pulling my mask off for the finish? Well, we want to make you look strong. Whatever." Then he needs to say, "That's so. What's the follow up? Yeah. Where are we going with it?" So, yeah. it, whether he did that or not, we don't know. But that stuff needs to start happening. These guys need to protect their own characters if the quote-unquote bookers aren't going to yeah i don't i don't know that we're gonna get it revisited anytime soon uh one one spot in this match uh before we get to white house uh, that i saw that i thought was just horrible 
you had uh, you had um, Blade on the apron, and Luchasaurus came in with like a straight kick, and I don't know if their timing was off, whatever, but he he never really like kicked them. It was like a slow motion, like is that what happened? Mo- there? It was I know very exactly what you're weird. talking about. It just looked very yeah. like weird, and it's almost like all right, enough with the kicks. There's so many kicks, but uh, you know, I and I, I agree with you on the the, the Phoenix spot. Um, and then of course uh, the surprise was obviously Eddie Kickson comes out, and this is where I'm going to kick the White House here. Uh, we get Eddie Kickson come out, and I kind of figured maybe he's going to side with Lucha Brothers. Then he starts talking to Butcher and Blade, so maybe he's going to side with them. Then he kind of puts both teams together and gets them to shake hands. But he gives the camera a wink. So now I'm wondering who's he going to side with or who's going to side with him. Uh, So interesting to see how that plays out. I don't know that I'd want to see those two teams with him and and a faction. I just don't think that would be very good. Uh, But I think getting one of those teams with him in this storyline here could be pretty cool. Interesting to see how they go. White House, your thoughts? Well, they're, they're using Eddie at his best with the Mike manager role. Um, so I'm excited to see that in the wink, definitely. Because I have my mind how they're going to play it out. Then I saw the wink, and I'm like, okay, he's up to something. So now, you know, adding that element, see where they go with it. You know, so I'm curious to see it as well. But no, I'm, glad con- I'm glad they're using him. Um, before Eddie came out, I you know seeing seeing Butcher the Blade and Penta and, and Phoenix push each other, you know I was kind of curious for a while now, if, you know if they're going to turn Penta and Ray because you know they could be those tweeners and you know the good and the bad and you know they have a fan they have a, a following and you know would this you know how would they be able to turn them? So I that's how I was looking at it until Eddie came out. And then, you know, we'll see how that goes. But if I had to, you know, figure how this is going to go, I figure there it'll be it'll be Kenny doing something with Ray and Phoenix and Butcher and a Blade will get either either screwed over or they're going to, you know, go on their own. Something will do along, to, along the lines of that, I, I would have to guess. But that, that's, my, that's me. Edwards, what do you I'm think? This, I, I think I'm the same, but reverse of what you're saying if I'm following okay. what you're saying I think okay. I'd, I'd like to see Eddie go with the Lucha Brothers and then yeah. okay and then have them split up though go singles yeah, yeah, oh, that's, okay. yeah. Okay. see that's how it, if they're going to keep the four together you know you know, have Butcher the Blade be the tag team and Ray and Penta could do their singles thing right? because I would I'm signing up for that I mean they could do their tweener thing and, and they'll be fine. And, and and that's but if they're gonna keep them two tag teams kind of along the lines with AC, that's weird having a faction of just two tag teams. You know? So I'm yeah. curious to see how that plays out. But no, I, I agree with you, Edwards. I would like to see if they keep these guys together, butcher the blades your tag team, and Ray and Penta are your singles guys. Yeah, I think uh, we know from Lucha Underground especially that well both of them can have a great singles run in AEW ah. and uh man I love Pentagon and Lucha Underground uh Phoenix could be you know that top baby face that they're yeah, missing he too yeah he can so yeah it's going to be interesting to see 
And I'm curious to see where Pac comes into play in this when they come back. Because AC, don't they have a, don't they have a, uh, a, a trio name? Well, maybe they got smart after listening to Cool Truth and they just got rid of trios. I mean, that might that could have happened. That could. <laughs> you never know. Hey, listen, stranger things have happened. All right, moving on from there as a uh, a nice closure to that one. Um, we have uh, Britt Baker in the gym with her assistant uh, and Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian. The uh, the the greatest lover of this Britt Baker stuff on the show has been. Since day one, the only one, the only, the one and only White House, Mr. White House here. So I'll let you take this one. Uh, your, your good buddy there, Britt Baker, how'd you feel about this version of her um, build or whatever they're trying to do with here? Um, you know, trying to gear up for this big swole match. Um, they're trying. I mean, ha. Each week it seems like it's getting worse for Britt. Um, ah. With her injuries and everything else, trying to keep her on TV, I get it. But this whole swole thing with her is just, I don't know, man. It's just weird. And now you're throwing Penelope in it because, obviously, Britt probably can't wrestle yet. So, I mean, she needs to need a little help with this one. So, you know, makes sense asking, you know, Penelope Ford in in on it. So, I'm just... uh, It doesn't really resonate well with me at all, just because I'm, again, I'm not a big, huge, big Swole fan, um, and this really doesn't do anything either for me, outside of getting Penelope Ford involved, because she's really hot, but outside of that, I mean, it really doesn't Sexist. do anything. <laughs> hey, they got to promote for heels, right? I'll be honest. Uh, any, anyway, uh, <laughs> so it, has it, let me ask you this, because you have been kind of the advocate for this stuff, has it been too right. much... Has it just gone overboard with the uh, with the spots for Brick Baker and just almost like running out of ideas? Like almost like they they have no problem taking you know great people off TV week after week. You know, uh, Brick Baker has been on almost every week. Maybe in every other week thing would have been more fitting. Uh, I don't know. It just seem it just seems like overkill. Uh, it just seems like it took very long for this whole thing to play out. Yes, I, I think maybe they're running out of stuff because it's been weekly. Like, I like just some of the stuff they've done with her. I, I like her. One, I like I like Britt as a heel. I think she comes across, you know, when she gets rid of this goofy stuff that she's doing at the moment. But I like her heel cocky doctor uh, character. I, I, I thought that was well. That was going to do well, but she got hurt. And then they started doing the whole note thing to Tony. I dug that. You know, it was good. It was a good way to keep her on. It's just all of a sudden, when they brought in, again, when they brought in this big swole thing, it just went to the drizzling shits. You know, I, I dug everything. I was okay with everything until that point, and now I'm really not digging. I don't know. Maybe it's me. But the whole thing that Tony during matches and, you know... I, I was okay with that. Some of it was pretty funny, you know. It was creative, but this stuff I'm not really, I'm not really down with at all. And it's again, but a lot of it has to do. With, I'm just not, I'm just not a big fan of Big Swall. I just don't yeah. think she brings anything to the table. Well, they That's have a, they uh, another thing we found out later in the show. They have a match next week again on Thursday, not Wednesday. Uh, Edwards, you got anything on the uh, Rip Baker Big Swall Penelope Ford you know ordeal tonight? 
Nah. Whoa, there we go. <laughs> I had a feeling he had nothing, but it's just in case he did have a thought, I figured I'd throw it out there. But uh, that's a good, you know, when you're trying to uh, when you're trying to fit some stuff in, we, it's a good it's a good way to move on. Anyway, uh, Tony Schiavone's uh, in the ring waiting for an interview with Orange Cassidy uh, before oh. Cassidy could say a oh, word. No. Your, yeah, your guys' thoughts. You're, you're on you're on my wavelength here. Jericho's coming out. And I hear good old JR say, business is about to pick up. And I'm just like, have you been watching the show, dude? Like, it's not. The drizzle shits is about to pick up. Um, Jericho, uh, quick, just a quick synopsis of what he says. I'm, what he said, I'm not going to get into everything. Uh, he had a bottle of the bubbly with him. Kind of made himself seem a little tipsy, I guess you would say. He called himself the creator of one of the greatest matches ever with a ladder and a briefcase. Anybody with any wrestling knowledge would know what he's talking about there. And then he I says, now I'm coming back with my second greatest creation. Oh, my fucking God. I have to say, I'd rather have a podcast with the three of us with Jack Daniels' Tennessee Apple mayhem because I guarantee it will be more entertaining then whatever the fuck Mimosa Mayhem is, <laughs> oh White House, God. White House. No, actually, you know what, Edwards, I'll give you this one first. Jump on it, brother. Where are we? Inner Circle comes out, beat down, you know, they dump champagne on him, whatever, whatever. But Mimosa Mayhem, next week, Thursday. Yeah. I'm dying. yeah. Are you excited? <laughs> yeah, uh, so they said pinfall submission or you can get thrown in the vat. Hey, fans in the building next week too. By the way, fans in the building. Yeah, is that really next week? I thought that was for. Yeah, all it's yep, five five hundred fans. Five hundred fans already. No, no, Pretty no, no, good. No. Not the fans. That match. I thought it was for all out. Oh it's yeah, so did I. I thought the match was all out too. Is it? I thought it's no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Yes, you're right. It is all out. Okay. I misspoke. So it, the, that match is for you're all forgiven. out. Correct. So I apologize. Uh, I, I I was trying to speed it up just to get it over with. <laughs> no, I hear you. Trust me, I hear you. So, okay, not, okay. Uh-huh. All right. I was very negative to Orange Cassidy, so I'll try and be somewhat nicer tonight. Um, took a beating, nice. <laughs> okay, this, yeah, they almost, I thought they were uh, waterboarding him at the end. Uh, poor guy. But I'll just, all right, never mind. I'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the fact that he's in a main event program with Chris Jericho to begin with is enough to say it's going to drive me crazy yeah. but we got the trilogy that we thought we were getting we saw the writing on the wall this guy is getting in pro wrestling terms a monster push they're trying to make him a star come hell or high water or mimosa and I don't, I don't know at this point. It's almost like they're giving him a Cena push to the top. And what happens after this match? Because if Orange goes over, he beat Chris Jericho. And I understand, like, any given Sunday, you know, booking fans will always say that well anybody could beat anybody at any given time no uh, if you book a face to go over chris jericho the first ever AEW champ the legend on your roster the guy that you have on your roster they better protect orange cassidy 
And what do I mean by that? Against anybody. Against Brody Lee? They have to. Against Lance Archer, eventually? Against whoever. Ooh, they're, who's they're that? telling us... Uh, oh, did I say Lance? Who's oh, that? Sorry. I, I, thought I, I was back in COVID. Didn't he go March. back to Japan? I think he went back yeah, to I, Japan. I, I hope he did, for his sake. Yeah, for his sake. Hey, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they put him in this situation now, and they're going to have to follow through with that, with the booking. Because to me, if I see Archer squash him or Brody Lee squash him or somebody squash him after he's done with Jericho, the first question in my head is going to go, okay, then what was the point of the trilogy with Chris Jericho? Yeah, yeah. So are they really thinking ahead? Because they better be careful because they're giving him a freaking Cena push here. They're pushing him over Kenny Omega and, and Adam Page. Think about it. Plus, I mean, this is they, – they've They're elevating at- him up to Cody's level at this point. I mean, Adam Page doesn't even wrestle anymore. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I just, I, I don't understand. Like, <sighs> I, yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I'm with you on it. I, I, you know, in the past, I've, I've tried to support Cassidy, but I can't do it. I can't do it the way they're pushing him like this. I mean, the only thing I could say is pretend he drowns in a mimosa and have him off TV for a few months, and just so you could forget about it. Um, I get what you're saying, like. It, it, it doesn't the way they've booked this here. You almost have to keep them in a major program after. But I mean, they've been no stranger to just having guys disappear. I mean, there's that there was a point in this show tonight where I was like, "Where the fuck is Brian Gage?" We then Darby came out. We finally saw him. We'll get to it. But either way, uh, again, yeah, we get no Lance Archer again, which is why I freaked out about it again last week. Even though he had his little backstage spot, it means nothing because we get nothing again. So they've they've gone down this road before. Um, I, I just this shit show's got to end. Uh, White House, your thoughts? Fuck Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Fuck this trilogy. <laughs> See, I'm gonna go the opposite of Edwards. I'm gonna have my Whiteout 2.0 hmm. right here for a minute. <laughs> Fuck this Orange Cassidy bullshit that we're getting thrown down our shoved down our throat. See, that's the thing that he and Cena have in common, because this Cena push that he's getting, mm-hmm. is because John fucking Cena was shoved on our goddamn throats for ten years, and now we got this douchebag wearing sunglasses, thumbs hey. up, getting, now we got this shit getting shoved on our throats, and we're supposed to fucking believe that he can actually go over on yeah, Chris Jericho. At least, at least John Fuck Cena can lift 300 shit. pounds. You know, like, like, Fuck, you know what I mean? This is God. way worse than that. Like, you know, John Cena can put the big show on his back. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, so I, I'll give him that. But this fucking... Because here's the thing. And, 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 and I was asking myself the same question as you, as you asked it. What do you do with them next? I'm going to fucking throw up in my mouth when I say this. Is They're going to give him a title shot. That's what you got to see coming after after Chris. Oh, Jericho. they can't. It's do a that. fucking title shot. They can't do that. They I'm gonna take that. my head and I'm gonna put it into into my freaking wall because that 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 the, the, just. What, see, what if what if they put him against Cage for the FTW? <laughs> then I hope Cage swaps <laughs> the fuck could you, could you imagine? Could you imagine? But that's what it is because I can see it now. I can see it now. MJF Moxie gonna have a good. Uh, it's gonna be a good one at all out. Let's say Moxie comes out. Moxie or MJF, whoever comes out, let's let's push Cassidy in that next spot. 
I can but see it. You can see it. I mean, it's, it's seriously fucking it's, disgusting. It's the Did next. You, do you think Moxley? Look, let me ask you. Do you think? Do you think Moxley's signing off on that though? I, dude, I never thought Jericho would sign off on it. I know. That's a good point. That's a good point. Right. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we have to. I mean, I can't. I can't believe he used Money in the Bank and Mimosa Mayhem in the same breath. I mean, did, did, did Jericho like lose his mind in the last month or so? Like, what is going on, guys? I'm gonna lose my shit if did I he, hear. Did him. he like? Did he like bang his head in a stampede match? Because he hasn't been like since that match. It's like where the fuck is Jericho? It's so weird. Said, you just you just said it. He, he used the Money in the Bank with Mimosa. I'm telling you right now. Whatever show it is, I'm going to fucking white out AEW and Chris Jericho if they put any fucking trilogy from the past and compare it with this shit show we're getting. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. Gonna do it. it's, right, it's, it's right up there with Austin Rock. <laughs> fucking just lashing. I'm telling you. I got, I'm going to come, up, like, I'm gonna come up with a list for you. <laughs> I'm chopping at the fucking bit as we talk. Oh, right man. Now. I feel my, my my blood pressure going up my right arm. I'm telling you. I got a great idea for the cool truth of the week next week. <laughs> <laughs> the list of the best three men I list of the best trilogies to compare to Jericho and Coach Cassidy. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to take a double no, I, I, no, I could Honestly, I wouldn't do that because I would lose all credibility for myself if I did it. But it is funny. And it, the funny part about it is I would just just to hear your reaction after I finished would just be priceless. I, <laughs> just be priceless. <laughs> oh man, he's coming! I could come up with some great ones too. Oh boy! Oh my oh, god! Oh, I gotta catch my breath now. They're just <laughs> fucking tripling down on this shit now. Oh my god! I just come on, mimosa mayhem. I I I I'm come up with my next great creation, Mimosa Mayhem. I was like, I was I was like, is he kidding? Like, what? Is, he's he's got to be joking. Right? The, the do you remember the segment, the orange juice main segment, and Ortiz <laughs> was trying to get up, and we were laughing. Yeah, yeah. This, like, he said it, and then they started the package, and then I saw it on the screen, but I had the opposite effect. I just. I wanted to puke. Yeah, yeah. Instead of laughing, it my was not funny. That's what he was going for. It, it was like the. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Anyway, uh, moving on from there, the Dark Order, three, four, and five, in a six-man tag match versus the Elite Bucks Omega. Um, White House, your thoughts? I know it's the Elite. It's so fucking weird seeing Omega come out with tag belt without his tag team partner. But it just stuck out like a sore thumb to me. It I did. thought the Dark Order worked better. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I like I like I like those cats. The mid the mid card guys. These guys can go, man. No, the more we're seeing of these guys actually in the ring, I'm there's a lot stuff, of them that are really good, dude. You know, yeah. Yep. Nick works well with them, man, and it's just—I just—I mean, I could watch Nick all day. So yeah, Nick, man. Nick, Nick's on he's another great. level. He's on another he's level. He's great. Yeah, he's on a run right now. I don't—I don't know what planet Kenny Omega's on right now, and um, Matt is. 
I, I don't want to say lost in the sauce, but uh, I think Matt's Matt's deal works better when it's kind of like a like like the match they had with with Paige and Omega, where there was like I don't know, there was bad blood, hurt feelings. Like in in the past, Omega when when they had the match with the Golden Lovers, yeah. like it almost feels like when you have a match that has a lot of meaning, like Matt's shtick like stands out more. But in these matches, it's it, to me when Nick's in the ring, it's just very different. He's he he's you know he's like almost like um, he's almost like Ray Phoenix with the Lucha Brothers. Like in the yeah. regular matches, he just pops all over the screen. But then when you have like like Edward said, like Lucha Underground one on one like storyline guy, like Pentagon Junior was just unbelievable. And I, I like I almost beg and plead for a Nick singles run at some point. I just want to see it happen. I I was sitting here quietly because I was going to bring it up. Listen, if I am Tony Khan or or Arn or JR or any of those guys, Dean Malenko, I'm looking at him and I'm going to say to Tony, or think it if I'm Tony, there's got to come a point where I break the bucks up. There has to, it's going to have to happen eventually because these two guys are too good. And Nick, to me, is the Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying that needs to happen now or even in the next year or two, but I'm saying eventually, dude, you got to – listen, he's not getting any younger, right? I could see him carrying this company as the main champion. Nick. I'm with you, dude. uh, (laughs) I'm totally with you. I I think he's a main eventer. Um, I actually think he's pretty good on the mic when he gets the opportunity. Uh, especially if they drop this dorky thing they're doing, uh, mm-hmm. I think Omega needs to drop it. Um, and I, you know, I'll ask you guys your thoughts about this again. We get the the weird spot at the end where Kenny wants to hurt somebody. Evil I, Kenny wanted to come out and play. Yeah, I know. I, I just I, again, I, I, where are we going with this though? Like, I don't know. They they tease <laughs> this shit all, but they teased it with Cody. They went nowhere with it. Now they're teasing it with Omega. And we're gonna go somewhere with it. It just it's very strange. Like I I don't I don't know how to take it. Like I I, I wonder if you know um, uh, our good buddy Dave Rosenbluth, Diamond Dave Rosenbluth from uh, Retromania Podcast Network, kicking out too. Shout out Dave. Uh, anyway. He he brought up to me, you know, having Kenny and Hangman in a faction with FTR and Spears and Tully, and I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, if you don't want to make it the exact Four Horsemen, having a fifth guy would kind of do that, and we, you know, we talk about that too. Yeah, but I, I don't know if I Kenny, do. I don't know if Kenny and Hangman are there. I think it should be like one or the other. Like, I feel right. like both of them being in there, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't right. know. Right. It's, so it's, I, the I whole agree, thing is just very weird. Um, very weird. Uh, I, I feel like they need to kind of shit or get off the pot with Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Like, it's getting to the point where I, I'm, like, so frustrated by the fact that they're tag team champions and they have, like, these weird spots where, it, it, uh, yeah, it's cool to see Hangman drink some beers with FTR, but then just go with it, dude. Just go with it, put them together, make them a faction, and let them pound fucking shots together. Like, I'm with it. I, I agree. It'll be great and cool. And let's get fucking Hangman Page wrestling again. You know? Uh, Two more weeks. Two more weeks, bro. Uh, yeah, weeks. I know. I because know. I, yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, the gauntlet match coming up, is that for the Number contendership one at All Out? 
Yes. I, be- I believe so, okay. yeah. Then so I think Gaunt- it's coming, because I, I, I got to think it's going to be FDR versus the two of them, and one of them will be joining up with Tully's group. Yeah, one of them is going to yep. turn, and FDR win the yep. titles, one of them will turn, and they will join a group. I mean, that's yep. not likely, likely. Which scenario. one, though? Which one? We don't know. So uh, before before we move on there, uh, I know it's a UFC thing, but Frankie Edgar and Munoz just had the five-round fight of the year. Insane. Frankie won a split decision. Unreal. So if you guys had that on DVR, watch it, because that was an insane fight. Uh, <laughs> I was actually doing the show while I was watching it, because it was so good I couldn't take my eyes off it. Um, let's see, where are we here? I lost my... I lost my spot. I start. I apologize. Anyway, uh, FTR with Tully. Well, they, I mean, it kind of plays into what we were talking about. Gauntlet match. FTR with Tully. Um, Hangman shows up. They drink a couple beers. Uh, the one the one takeaway from this is right at the end of it, um, Tully says, fear the revelation. Mm-hmm. Is that the revelation? Fear the revelation is... Or is this going to be the name of this faction here? Two things. Yes. FTR, Fear the Revelation. Right. And the Book of Revelation in the Bible, Four Horsemen are in it. So that's there's your link. So yes. that would, and again, that would tell you probably four again. Right. I would think. I would think. So, I mean, having FTR, they could still call the group the Revelation or Fear the Revelation with the FTR, hashtag FTR tag team. Maybe Hangman or Kenny, whoever is that ace, and then you kind of have like the TNT title guy in Spears, right? I mean, the junior yep, guy. That's that's how I'm yes. seeing it. Yep, I, exactly. I mean, it just makes all the sense in the world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The one thing I would say is I would have liked it if Spears was back there tonight or involved with Tully in them somehow. Not him not being there at all. Maybe they did it to kind of like hide what they're doing, but we yeah, know Spears I mean, is with. But we know Spears is with Tully, and now we know FTR is with Tully. So that would be, you know what I mean? Like Brian Cage yeah, and, yeah. and Brian Cage and Ricky Sparks are with Taz, and it's very obvious that they're with Taz. You know, like I, I maybe they're maybe they're just still trying to let you know let let your they're mind twist. The fourth. They're trying to yeah. They're trying to they're trying to troll us with the fourth man. Yeah, but, yeah. But I, I I do I think I think I think they showed their cards tonight with this promo with with Hangman. Hangman was pissed. FTR's called them down. You know they're trying to explain themselves why they did what they did, giving them a beer, and, and, and just just throwing just throwing things at him to make him think differently and, and to calm him down. And dude, I and to me more so now than ever, it's Hangman. Hangman's the fourth man. Uh, and and I just think that it's just uh, uh, you know. I don't know necessarily know if it's the right one. I get it. It's just I need to see a lot more than what we've seen all this COVID time of Hangman. I would have I probably would have a different opinion of this prior to COVID than I do now. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I agree you know with you mean? because he's done nothing. nothing. I mean, let's be honest. He had a, he had he had this. You know. Out of all the guys in the in the Stampede match, he had the smallest role, right? I think yep. we could all agree upon that. And and since then, I mean, he's been in like a couple tag matches, uh, like a squash match and like a twelve man match. It, like, what substance have we gotten from Hangman Page since 
the the damn tag match at the pay per view. Like, I, I, you know what? I, I I get he was white hot, and with, I, you know maybe with the fans back, it'll, it'll come more clear. Maybe that's where AEW's at with it. I don't know, but I mean he hasn't given us a lot here, really. Kenny hasn't given us a lot here. I mean he's worked a lot more than Kingman, but. I, I don't know. I look at Kenny Omega, and I'm just like, what is going on with this guy? Um, all right. It's a philosophy thing with Kenny. Could, could and be. it just pisses me off. Could be. Um, I have I, a different I, idea for the fourth, but okay. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it. You're going to save it? Gonna save it? Until later. Save yep, it. Save no, it. that's fine. That's fine. All right. Because it'll be, it'll be relevant to what happens later in the show. Okay. Oh, oh you're gonna you're saving it for later tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, cool. All right, no problem. Um, Here we go. Uh, Next match. Darby Allin, Will Hobbs. Um, A match I I wasn't aware was taking place. No problem. Um, I was kind of wondering where the hell Brian Cage was, where Ricky Starks was. When I saw Darby, I had hopes that we would see those guys. Um, We get a Darby squash match. Uh, Just Mike Chioda, referee of that match. They made a a, a point to... Reference that, uh, which I mean, obviously Mike Kiyota being an AEW is pretty cool, uh, but he was the ref in that match, and he did reference it on the show. To which Jr. said, "When the when the ref is really good, you don't really notice." And I really didn't notice that first. It was Mike Kiyota, but him just saying that, I wonder if he's like sending a message to other refs in AEW, like like subliminal, like, "Hey, <laughs> get your shit together." Um, and I'm gonna take a shot at a ref later, but I'll wait till the time's right. Um, after the match, Taz grabs the mic, says, I have a surprise for you, Darby. I got a new guy, part of my crew. I got a new guy with me with Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. And his name's Darby, too, and he's better, better looking than you are. And then Ricky Sparks comes out and cuts a pretty damn good impersonation of a Darby promo. Like, I was pretty impressed. Not, you know, I, you know he had the makeup on and all that, but it wasn't that. It's the way he cut his promo was very Darby esque, and then we get the uh, we get the attack from Brian Cage. Um, Starks continu- continues the promo in his natural uh, voice, which is I'm very impressed with his promo ability. I think I think they're onto something with this guy big time, um, and uh, it's it's Starks in Cage versus Darby. So I wonder where they're going with that for for a match. Um, are they going to do Darby and Starks first, and then do Cage and Darby? Are they going to do some sick shit like put Darby in a, in a in a handicap match? Because if anybody's crazy enough to have a handicap match with Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, it's probably Darby Allen. I don't know. Um, White House, how you feeling about that? First, this was the I think, if not number one number two spot of the night was Ricky Starks, no doubt in my mind. The last two promos that this guy, this kid has cut, give me a guy wrestling, a wrestler, not, not a Taz or something like that, who's right now, these last two promos, better on the mic than Ricky Starks right now. MJF. Moxley. <laughs> Moxley is gonna be well, Moxley's a video. He's not cutting it live. Oh, uh, well, wait, wait, come on. We need to make semantics I'll here. I'll semantics. A little bit, a little bit. That's just because my love. Dude. Okay. okay. See, you know wait, 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 wait. That's semantics. Come on, bro. I'm going gonna, 
I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. Live? Okay. Okay. You, 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 you did Moxley. Okay. I'll give you Moxley. Uh, how about MJF's last Yeah, year? come on. I'll, dig, uh, I'll give you that. But, I mean, here, he's up he's there. Like, I'll give you he's up he's there, up but there. I'm, I'm not putting him over point. MJF. That's right my now. point. He's but up he's, there. he's really fucking good, dude. He's Cass really good. gives him the mic, and he shreds that promo from he a did. couple weeks ago. He did. And then the thing he did mm-hmm. tonight. It was dude, great. Do you know what Ricky reminded me of tonight? And, AC, you may hate me for this. I probably I'm will. Not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying he will be. He just were. Do you know what tonight he reminded me of? He reminded me a little Wayne. bit of The Rock. The oh, Wayne. come yeah. on. The of Domination. Oh, come he had, on. He was uh, rock-like with the mic tonight. Uh, just the confidence and the arrogance was fucking awesome. And it just, it just he, he, he had a little bit of that. And listen, if he could have a quarter of that, or half of that. Through okay, his, I'll give you a quarter. I'll give. I'll give you. I'll give you a quarter. I gave you a quarter. He. He. See. He. See the Rock. You know, he's like the Vince McMahon XFL, and then Ricky Starks is what the Rock paid for the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> Just go back. You had the Ricky Maivia bullshit, and then all of a sudden, Rocky Maivia, right? And, and all of a sudden, he joins the nation. He got that cocky streak. All right, Dude, all right. I, I get, I get where, I get where you're going. I get where you're going. Analogy. I get where you're going. If you're a little off there for a minute, I was like, uh, "Wait, I'll stop drinking." No, everyone's got it. I, I, I did. He's so just trying good. to help you, bro. He's trying. To I'll help put it. You. I'll put it a different way, though. I'll put it a different way. Like you said, a, even a quarter. Okay, it's like. All right. When I see, this might be a bad comparison. He had a little see, swag. He had a swag. No, when I see Britt Baker. To me, she's trying to act. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and and there were guys on WWF roster the same way. But when The Rock came in, it was like, oh my god, Star Trek has that, but not on the same level yet. If it's not. Na- it's natural. It's natural. Yes, yes there's a natural. I I, I agree. It is really natural. There, I'm with dude. He could cut a promo. Absolutely, there. absolutely. And he and it is it is natural for him. And I like the idea of him going. Kind of the gag on the gag on Darby into his then do his real persona it was pretty. He did, it was great, dude. It was great. Um, and of course, Brian, dude, Brian, how, what a specimen! <laughs> oh my god, dude, what a specimen Brian Cage is too, huh? Dude, what that fucking guy? Oh my. Oh wait, like, before we get into Cage, because I, I have two things here. First, I wanted to ask you guys: the guy that Darby wrestled, Will something? Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs. Okay. What do you guys know about Will Hobbs? Because I don't know anything. And the second part of that is... I think I saw him at Dark, yeah. Okay, okay. I hope they sign him. Yes, because I, I think too. there's something there with that guy. He's, he's pretty good, dude. Yeah, man. He, he, like, he's they, been good on Dark when they let dark. him work. Yeah. When they closed, closed in on the camera on him, like I, I was like, ooh, there's something there with this guy. Yeah. yeah you I know? I've, I've caught him yeah. a couple times on Dark. Yeah, he me too. He doesn't shit on Dark either. I mean, he's good. No, no, no. We get. I actually think that that's why I didn't mind this match at all because he he. If you watch Dark, he had a little bit of credibility. Hops, yeah. you know. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah um, so I'm I'm guessing he, I'm guessing he's. I mean, under a contract, appearance contract, something because they've this is not the first time they've used them, and I think having those guys like him on Dark. 
hey, you work four or five good matches on Dark. Yeah, you're not going to go over on Dynamite, but I, I, I think they threw him in there for a reason. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I they threw him in there for a reason. Uh, they probably think they got something with him. So I, I agree, and that was and that's pretty cool. That's pretty really, cool to do. Um, he served the purpose. He served his purpose for the match, and mm-hmm. then we had the stuff after the match. And like I said, Cage is a is a freaking specimen. That dude is unbelievable. Okay, so this is this is my neck, and I'll pass it to you guys. The okay, Cage came in immediately, went with Taz, and I'm not going to say Taz has overshadowed him because Taz's job is almost to. Not to overshadow him, but, you know, mm-hmm. carry him a little bit, you know, as his manager. But then Starks came in, and it's not a knock on Starks because every time you get that mic, you got to hit a home run, which Starks is doing. Yep. But two tonight, for, two man, for two. tonight I felt that Cage was overshadowed, and he looked like Wardlow to me. Mm. He, he, was, he was Starks' That's Wardlow, good, yeah, and I man. thought, oh, man, they're going to have a problem here well, because Starks is damn yeah. good. You know what? You got you have a fair point there. You do. Well, John, because his his now. because Starks was the star of the spot. He was yes. the, he was the star of the spot. Uh even though Cage had the title, he was the star. Uh I, I think what you do is I, I mean I think you gotta somehow split it up. Not not split them up, but I, I think you have to have Starks and Darby or Cage and yeah. somebody else, or I, separate it a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, I, I feel like they're fumbling this cage thing like all over the place. Yeah, I really yeah. do. Because I love cage. I, dude. I really well, do. Because they dude, stumbled upon Ricky Starks. Not looking good. They didn't plan it. They stumbled on it. Right, right. But, but, True. dude, but, dude, you get, you can't bring again. You cannot bring these guys in like a ball of fire and just fumble and and, and listen. Uh, there's another guy that I thought they did that with who made a huge recovery tonight, which we're going to get to. Um, yes. So I'm not saying they can't make a recovery because they can. And there's two. There's another. Obviously, I want them to make some kind of recovery with Lance Archer too. But right now, uh, you got to be a little bit worried about where do you go from here with Cage. Um, I think there's opportunity. He has the FTW title. You can easily, you can easily just go Starks Darby, and literally get Cage on to somebody else. Um, again, not having enough baby faces is a problem now. Again, uh, but you know I, we can we can figure that out. I think I think Starks Darby has a lot of teeth to it right now, so maybe that's how you get Cage onto something else. I don't know. Um, all right, moving on from here, we get a uh, picture in picture. Uh, I haven't brought it up tonight, but this is like the third or fourth picture in picture. They. <laughs> AEW loves the picture in picture. I mean, the picture 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 has been going on for decades, but you know, nah. AEW has mastered picture in picture. And we have Sammy with the cue cards again, um, and he's pulling his cue cards, and then all of a sudden the cue cards change, and they have a red outline, and they're calling Sammy's an idiot. Sammy's gonna get broken. Sammy's da da da. So you get the idea that Hardy. Uh, Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy, messed up his cue cards, comes out, beats him up, um, puts the delete card over his head, the whole thing. Now, mind you, this is all going on picture in picture. Uh, I think, again, fumbling a little bit here. I like the idea of Sammy with Matt Hardy. 
you did this already once with the cue cards and whatever. Uh, why is this a thing? We can't find five minutes for Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara to have a real feud on TV. And now, is this is this match next week? I believe it was right. Yes, that is, is, yeah. So now we're we're getting we're getting to the match already, and we're getting to it on Dynamite, not the pay per view. Now, not saying they can't get to another match on the pay per view. It'll be interesting to see what they they do with it. Um, I'm just kind of disappointed because I thought I thought this is a big spot for Sammy, and I kind of feel like they're fumbling along with this a little bit. Uh, White House, your thoughts? Um, I still I. They gotta make it big for next week because it's a Thursday, not Wednesday. So this is part of the big. This will be one of the big matches. So I mean, it could easily be a match that's thrown out. You know, a little bit of mucky waters, whatever. A little chaos. Throw the match out. All right, now we're gonna redo it at all out. You know, something like that could happen. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think it's a one-off, but it's still like no, I, we're not I getting a lot here. Yeah. You know, and so. Um, you know, I get why they're using the using this so that you again, there's no really NXT, so it's not Wednesday night, but if it was Wednesday night I could see why they're doing this. Keep the viewers from switching the channel. But you're not getting that on a Saturday night, you know. So kinda of weird that they did it. Um but that could be that's their 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 uh strict to habit, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it was a little weird. I, I like I like this feud to do it. I just want to see more of it, not just on commercial breaks, you know. So I'm curious to see where it goes, especially with next week's match. If it does in fact lead to a match at All Out, which that's what I was expecting for Sammy G to get that get that shine with the with the veteran like Matt Hardy at All Out. That's kind of what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Edward, your thoughts? Either. Okay, either I'm confused or you guys missed something or we didn't get to it yet. Did you guys see him throw Sammy through a table? Through a table, yeah. Was that during the picture-in-picture? No, that came back. Did it come back? back. Yeah, it came back. What happened was the picture-in-picture, they're doing their thing. They came back to... Uh, what did I? How do I write this? They came back. Oh, taking a chair shot to Sammy, and then they tangled up, and somehow Matt got got Sammy G through a table. Then the refs came down, separated them because Matt went underneath the ring, grabbed the chair that he took he took on the head, and was going to use that on Sammy, but the refs backed him up and got Sammy out of there. Okay, so here's my question. Maybe AC missed it, uh, but my problem isn't with, like, I think the problem is, and why you guys probably don't like it, is because it, Sammy loses the heat from it. In my opinion, like, I wouldn't have Matt Hardy come out and get his receipt. Mm, that's a good Like, his too. receipt should be during the match, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Because now, to me, it's, they're even Steven. Yeah. Right. So... I think that's that would be my big issue with. It. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point too. The receipt, yes, that's what I have an issue with. Is I like the heat Sammy got. Right. You know, want Sammy to keep that heat. Mm-hmm. Him going through that table tonight like he did, lost a little bit of that, little yes, bit of that right, shot. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, even to expound upon that though, 
What would be better, though? Sammy Guevara moving cue cards or him with a microphone? Uh, the oh, absolutely. You know, the, yeah. the sex yeah. god joking around about how Matt Hardy's washed up or something instead right. of holding cue cards during picture-in-picture. Picture. And I, I did, I did. you know what, I was half doing something for work while I was watching that, so I didn't realize that it all happened. I, I thought it all happened on picture-in-picture, picture, to be honest with you. But anyway, even having said that, though, you, I agree with every what you said. He shouldn't be getting the receipt now, of course, uh, because th- th- this is, I mean, yes, it's not a match, but it's the equivalent of 50-50 booking, right? Like, yes. if yeah. they had a match in a match... Close. That's it's pretty good, much the same thing with, without close, with, yeah. without without actual wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had wins in the segment, though. You know what I mean? Like that would be like, you know, lat, th- two weeks ago or last week, whatever it was. Uh, Moxley, you know, paradigm shifts MJF, and then this week, you know, MJF and all his boys beat him up instead of doing what they did. You know, to me, that would be like the same kind of thing where you got like, well, you, all right, you, yeah, you said it. You said it best with fifty-fifty booking. Like what we're seeing with Sammy with the the table on the chair spot, and now Matt gets the receipt. The equivalent of that in WWE is having a tag feud. <laughs> One yeah. week, two singles go at it in a singles match. Yeah. The next week, because they're lazy, yeah. you know, they're right. too lazy to do what AEW is doing. So yeah, right. but it's the same thing. They're coming off like they're even. Right, I, I, I get the I, listen. They they got him in a spot with Matt Hardy. I, I get it, so I'm not trying to downplay it there. Uh, and I didn't mind the cue card thing the first time. I don't know they had to go there again. And I I kind of I I'm in the point where I'd rather have Sammy with a microphone in his hand. Like I, right, I get you. Mm-hmm. You know that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of crying where I'm at with that one. But let's see how it plays out. I'm uh, I think this is. I still think we're in the beginning stages. Um, I don't think it's a one off. I think there's some legs to it. So. Um, oh, there's definitely legs to it. 100% we'll see how it plays agree. Out. 100% agree. Uh, then we get a uh, backstage uh, promo again. Uh, Thunder Rosa, the uh, mm. uh, ah, NWA, love this. Love this. <laughs> excuse me, women's champion, uh, accepts the uh, open challenge deal with uh, Sheeta uh, to wrestle for the AEW title. Uh, you guys are excited about it. Uh, Edwards, jump in and the White House take it. Okay, so this is the first time maybe that I'm excited for the women's division. <laughs> and it was a good promo because, too, though. It was a good promo. Yeah, and it's because it's the National Wrestling Alliance champion coming <laughs> yes. into AEW. Dude, I am so – man, I don't even – at this point, just because it's there, just because whatever deal was struck with Billy Corgan and he's like, yes, do it, uh, whatever, I'm in. I'm just so in. I don't even care. But the big thing to me is, are we going to do the old territory where the old territory system, it will Thunder Rosa put her belt up, belt versus belt, have she to take the NWA belt and then have so, have her come back for the for the rematch to get her belt back? Because if that's the case, dude, this is it. This is exactly what I what, missed the, about wrestling with the NWA, man. I just I love it. I, to what I'm hoping that we see. That's exactly how how I would like to see it play out. You know, and even if it's even if it's the Rosa taking it and Sheeta going down there to get it. You know what I mean? Yes. Something, yes. something mm-hmm. like that. Or both. You know? or, or both. Or both. Exactly. Um, but Thunder Rosa is exactly the shot in the arm that this women's division needs. Mm. Somebody like her who can talk, 
who can go, who can be the tweener. She could go against the heels and the faces, doesn't matter, and she's your tweener. And that's and I'm good with that. And everything she does in the ring is believable and it's just this is exactly the type of wrestler that this AEW women's division needs. And it's just I'm very excited. This was another one of my favorite segments because I popped for it. Seeing the women's close uh, up of the bell. Oh, 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 I paused my time oh. to look at it. It's fucking fantastic. And it's just this is the stuff that they need. And and I got mm-hmm. another thing that this women's division needs. You know, she's she was hanging around during the she was hanging around during the whole women's tag tournament. She was there tonight. Why hasn't anybody maybe they have, maybe they haven't, you really haven't heard anything or read anything. Why not somebody look to Kenny and say, Kenny, brother, maybe you shouldn't be and Brandy, you guys shouldn't be leading this division. Let's get fucking Medusa to run the women's division. Mm-hmm. Why not, man? She's there. She, you can tell she still wants to be involved. She was doing stuff for NWA. Yep, yep, you know? exactly. Yep. And this could be a partnership, maybe. I don't know. But she is the exact person they need to be running this division. One, it's a female. Yes. But two, she was way a fucking ahead of her time, man. Kind of like that, that Del Rey chick that exactly. NXT has or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. 100%. Yeah. When NXT's women's division took off, Del Rey was hired to be the, the coach and headed it up. There was no coincidence in that. This could be exactly what AEW needs is something like Medusa running it. Listen, Kenny, you had your shot. Find something else to do. Your EVP, there's something else you could do. No problem with that. Take your ball, go to the side, go play somewhere else. Bring in a woman to run the women's division. And it's just, that that to me, is she would be like that missing piece they need to, to get this women's division off to where it should be. And it's just, that would be a start. And adding Thunder Rosa is another Another, another, another thing. So those two things would be very encouraging to see. And you know, as much as that match was the drizzling shits, I'm glad Evilise and Delmonte did win that shitty ass tournament because those two of the four in that ring are the only fucking two that were believable that could do anything in the ring tonight. So I'm glad they at least got that right. Well, perfect segue to where we're going. Uh, the women's cup final, tag team cup final. Uh, Diamante, Ivelisse, Nightmare Sisters, which is Brandy and Allie. Uh, they were, you know, the natural nightmares were out with them. Uh, Aubrey Edwards, the referee, and when does Aubrey become Rick Knox? I noticed that in this match where she was just very, you know, letting double teams happen. And I, I don't know, just, again, a she very chaotic... Yeah, I'm noticing it lately. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. she's reverting into that form. You know what? Mm-hmm. In, a, in a 12-man tag team match, I'll throw her a bone, I'll, I'll give her a pass. Uh, you know what I mean? Because it's so... Mm-hmm. There's just oh, no, so no. much going on. But in a what is supposed to be like a big-time women's tag team match, um, you know, I think you gotta... You gotta at least attempt to keep order in the match and not keep order with one team and not the other, which she clearly was doing, which is very weird. 
Um, the match was very good. I didn't think it'd be very good. Um, you know, Ivelisse, we all know she could go. Uh, Diamantes kind of proven she could go. Brandy, Alley, all right. Oh. Uh, I, I just, I, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know what they expected out of this. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be mean, but, I mean, we, we kind of knew it was going to be the drizzling shits going in. So it was ob- it, it, I Yeah, maybe maybe it's a surprise that they won. I, I don't really care who won. It, them winning means nothing because there shouldn't be a women's tag team anyway. And um, it's coming. There shouldn't be a women's tag team. And to be honest with you, if you're going to sports centric records, all this, uh, we already seen Diamante get a chance at the champion and lose. And she beat Ivelisse to get it. So where are they going? Um, and then where's this nightmare sister thing going? Uh, okay, I get QT with Allie, all right? Why the hell is Dustin and Brandy coming out together all the time? I have no idea. Uh, it's, it's to me, I, I don't know what to say. It's just terrible all around. I mean, you guys can take over if you have any more thoughts about it. If not, we can just move on to bigger and better things. When did Allie become the drizzling shits? I don't TNA, know. she wasn't that bad. She was, I, you know, I think she was working with better people there. Gail Kim or Kenny and Brandy? Oh, yeah. I, it's, I mean... I, I think she's just working with more talent. I, I, you know what? I, I think that if you're decent and you work with people that are really good, you, you become better. And if you're decent and then you work with people that aren't very good and it, it, you don't... There's no way to like stand out or have a good match because you're. And here's the thing, though. She was Allie's working with Eva Lee and Diamante. Yeah, but she, ha, she how, still didn't look good. But I don't. Ha, has she gotten a lot of good? But but she hasn't gotten a lot of good work lately either. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, when's the last time you've seen her have? Have you seen her have a good match with AEW? I don't know if I have. No, no. Oh. I'm, I'm not watching dark. I'm not. I'm not making excuses for. Her. I mean, but even when she was like on the pre-show on the pay-per-view, it was no. boring. It was bad. Uh, I don't know. Maybe did she get carried or was the setup? That I don't know. I, I I don't have the answer. I I've seen her work better on indie shows Doc. with guys. Doc. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like the revert the 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 the, 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 the taking the step back reverting. That I've seen from some of these ladies coming in from other places is just shocking. The ladies that, that they got from England, the Presley, the I've seen her stuff on YouTube, and then she comes here and forgets how to wrestle. <laughs> it hurts somebody. It's true, it's true. I, I don't understand. Like I've I've seen Allie's stuff at TNA. Was it bad? Mm-hmm. This shit they're doing. This this I'm telling you. This is why I go back and say. Kenny, you had your moment, bro. Go find something else to do. Let's have Medusa come in and run the whole women's division. Brandy, go somewhere else. Hey, I don't, don't need it either. I don't think that. I, honestly, bro, I just don't think they have enough talent. Like, I think it's part. I don't think it's run very well, and I don't think they have a lot of talent. I think it's just double. I think it's a but, double whammy right now. But, but having something like Medusa come in and actually work with these ladies and maybe teach them a thing or two. What's how's Kenny supposed to do that? One, two. How is anybody supposed to? Well, learn why, I, why, well, why can't a guy? Anyway? Why can't a? Why can't guys teach girls wrestling? I don't. I. I mean, I don't necessarily. I'm not agree trying with to be that. chauvinistic, but they don't. Kenny doesn't move like Medusa in the ring. Kenny doesn't think like Medusa in the ring. 
and it maybe it's maybe uh, it would be resonate better if it was somebody there, like there's, I mean I, I, can, doing it. I don't there, know I'm just there's I'm been just a lot of out. women's wrestlers trained by guys before like let's say I don't know that that's an excuse I just don't think they have a lot of talent I don't think it's I don't think I don't think they're they've done a, a lot with what they've had either but I don't think they have a lot either I think I think th- there's a myth that AEW has a lot of women's talent and they don't like I really don't think they have a lot of talent that's just my opinion because I look at the, I look at the WWE roster and even even the a- a- Impact roster for women right now, uh, it, they're both better. <laughs> it's just better. Do you guys remember when I I, I mentioned uh, Statlander and Penelope? They were yeah. they were they kept being off with each other. Yes, during the matches. I'm wondering if the problem is is it is it Kenny. And the style, because I'm wondering if like if Kenny Kenny and Brandy just step back and you know let Arn Arn Anderson or Tully teach these girls for a month and let them book it. Maybe they need to go backwards in time mm. with the matches mm. because mm. like you know if they lock up you know collar and elbow you know work the crowd a little bit and maybe they're doing actual wrestling moves like body slams and elbow drops and clotheslines yeah. and backdrops like I think they would be better off doing that because there's something like when you watch a lot of the matches it seems like they're trying to force so many spots a box match or yeah, yeah or the it's like the same thing private party was doing trying to get so many spots and then you 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 nail you might nail seven of them but you miss four yes. and those four stand out more Perfectly than said. yep Yep. The seven that you nailed, and maybe if you just had four or five really good ones, and then you work the match like you're talking about, where mm-hmm. maybe you, you slow it down, take it old school, um, you might be onto something there. I, I, I don't necessarily think they have to have a women's trainer. I, I, I think that they need to do a better job. I, I think they need to do a better job across the board. I think they do need to do a better job building the matches. Yeah, I think they do. Skipping... <laughs> oh, go ahead. They're skipping basic. Like, they're skipping the basics to get to young bucks level, and some people just can't do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they're still pretending like whoever's booking these matches or the agents that are booking them, whoever it is, you can't expect Statlander and Penelope to to pull off Nick and Pentagon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yet they try. I, you know I what think. I, mean? I think too. I think Sheeta's been like a uh, like. Big, you remember when they used to call it Big Match John? She's been like Big Match Sheeta, Sheeta on the pay-per-views. Like Sheeta kind of has consistently just nailed these uh, these pay-per-view matches. And I think that gives them a false sense of security that this women's division is okay. But it's it's I wouldn't even call it the ROH roller coaster. It's like pay-per-view match off a cliff. Back to the top of the cliff, pay-per-view match off a cliff. And it, you, you literally, if I didn't see Sheeta for six weeks and then you put her in a pay-per-view match and it was really good, it would be the same thing that we're getting now. Only we get TV time and try to hope that it becomes something. It's through no fault of her own, mm-hmm. but she, she definitely is a big match player. I'll give her that. But there's nothing in between. There's no substance. This is... That, my, my point being is I don't think any one person is fixing this. Their philosophy needs to change. Their level of talent needs to change. They're, 
the way they book matches and the way they tell stories and the way they present these women and give you backgrounds and make you start caring about it needs to change. You know, at, at the end of the day, there was times where WWE kind of shoved the women down their, down down your throat a little bit, but they they made it up. They constantly made it a big deal, and then they got more and more talent, better wrestlers, better female wrestlers, and they started they started shining on the highest levels, and then it just became everybody's. It's almost like everybody's a wrestler. At WWE, anybody could main event any pay per view. Women's guys doesn't matter, yeah. and it just it, be, it yeah. At first, it might have been a little bit forced, but they they stuck with it and they told stories and some of it was shit, but they they went on with it. And first time ever, first time ever, first time ever, we were nauseated by it. But now it's just like they don't have to tell you first time ever uh, main event because it's natural for you to see a women's main event now. And I think AEW just needs to. It's it, it almost it almost feels like there's a separation there, um, you know. It, I don't. I honestly, I don't think they have a quick fix right now. I think they need to just keep looking for talent. I think they need to keep trying to improve it. And I don't think it's going to happen overnight. And I don't think it's ha- going to happen for a while. And I wouldn't be surprised if we sit here six months from now and we're having this same conversation. I, I just wouldn't be surprised by that because I think some of their comments. Uh, when you see them in interviews and on Twitter, uh, have a level of arrogance where they, and it, Kenny said it himself. Did you see that Sheeta match on the pay per view? Yeah, dude, we did. But everything that happened before it sucked. <laughs> you know, so the match was great. I agree with you. But everything that happened before it sucked. If if you know Kenny Omega didn't become Kenny Omega by just having one good match. Granted, his great matches at Wrestle Kingdom became his stardom but there was things that happened that led up to that <laughs> you know what i mean I'll tell you I, what, if they if if they have any brains in their heads they wouldn't let evilise and diamante go no that you keep them i agree because if they end up on impact or women of honor or whoever else or the <laughs> nwa who's coming back soon just lock them through okay you got sheeta i would turn penelope face okay yep. so you got sheeta penelope then on the other side, you got Nyla Rose, Ivelisse, and Diamante. Eventually, you're going to have Britt coming back, and you got Swole over there as the other baby face. Stop right there and build around that core of girls. Put, put them up against each other every week. And make, make it as magic. good as you can. Make That's it as good core. as you can. Yeah. Yes. I, I tend to agree with you. eight girls, make it as good as you possibly can. Stick to that. Use what you got. And maybe uh, the and then Dark look, Order girl, too. The Dark Order girl. Yeah, get, do order a little Anna J. A little Anna J, yeah. yeah. Um, and Anna then J, look and do, do, the, do the best you possibly can with that. Do the best booking, best storytelling. Uh, let's build some stuff here. And, yep, then, yep. and then while you're doing that, you could look to add from the outside, especially as big-name free agents come about. Because, I mean, even – see, it's, it's nice to say, oh, if they got Tessa Blanchard right now – but I, I feel like she just wiped the whole division out and there'd be nothing left to do. Like, I, you'd yeah. just be like, why don't you just let her wrestle guys? Just, at this just, point. just yeah. let her wrestle guys at this point. You know what I mean? Because she's going to wipe the whole division in six in, in six days. Like, you know. Um, but we, I think we spent enough time on them. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that's okay. Um, all right. Let me uh, pull my notes back up here. Uh, here we go. Uh, main event. TNT title match, the uh, the Cody Open Challenge ordeal here. Um, 
comes with a uh, uh, Cody comes out with Arn to uh, face the one and only leader of the Dark Order, Brody Lee. Uh, and what I'll say, and then I'll kick to uh, White House, and then Edwards you take over from there. The Dark Order has uh, finally arrived tonight. And their leader has finally arrived tonight. Um, wow, shocking, awesome. Uh, some of the words that I'd use for this one. White House, your thoughts? No, I didn't see this one coming like this. I mean, I, I figured if Cody was going to drop it, it would have been tonight, you know, Saturday night, <laughs> special night, Brody Lee. So Somebody tonight. was watching Cena and Lesnar from 2014. It, you know, it had that feel. It really did. It, it really had know, that feel. It, it, this was, that was pretty close to it. Yeah, I mean, that's the last wow. You know, honestly, this would probably be the, my third wow. You had your Cena, Lesnar, Lesnar, Taker, and I would add this Cody Brody to that. Wow. Squash like this. Yeah. I, I um, think I think where it translates more with the Cena Lesnar is the squash match. You know. You know, you know and, yeah. You know, it's just that shock yeah, wow factor. Yeah. You know, it, it, just everything that added up to get to tonight, the last couple of weeks, the way they just talk the commentators during Cody's match and, and everything else leading up to this. I mean, you saw it, the writing on the wall definitely. And also, at the, at the flip side, is you brought Brody in, going against Moxley, lost, working a little bit, this, that, and everything else in the middle. Now we're here. I just, after that loss to Moxley, I just don't see how you can do anything with Brody or the Dark Order if he didn't. So that, I, I get. It's just how he won is more of the shocking. And it's just, I mean, he dominated, man. I mean, I've never seen Cody, you know, I haven't seen a Cody match like that in a long time. He kicked, ever, he, if ever. He, he kicked the shit out of him. Uh, Hollywood, your thoughts? Hollywood? Edwards. Who are we losing? Hollywood, your thoughts? Shocked, 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 guys. Uh, I I was not expecting the match to go <laughs> this way at all. Uh, but I'll tell you what, after seeing it, I like it. And, of course, you guys know I'm going to love what happened after the match. Yeah. And what I said I was going to hang on to about the fourth, this is where I'm bringing it up. You guys correct me if you don't think you don't. It's going to work out this way. What they did tonight, not only to get the Dark Order over, but you saw the Dark Order pull out QT Marshall and Dustin from the back. They took out Brandy. Cody's laying there half dead. Is does Cody now have a reason to surround himself with better people? Um, you know, From his I think, perspective, I think it's a, this is never going to happen again. I, I think it's I think it's a fair question. Um, you know, 
and and for those that haven't seen yet, or you know, just to kind of put it all together, you know, Cody's getting taken out of the stretcher. Arn's getting his ass kicked. Cody gets pulled off the stretcher. Gets smashed in the head with a bag of broken belt parts by Brody. You know, Dustin gets his ass kicked. Anna Jay kicks Brandy's ass. You know, the night the 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 uh, Dark Order wiped the floor with the Nightmare Family tonight. Um, I you know I think what Cody's I, the I think Cody's gonna be the fourth. I think so. I, I, I don't. I, I I think I think we're gonna get a goofy. I think we're gonna get like a Brody versus Cody and Dustin and QT at the pay per view. You're gonna see the revenge, man. You're gonna see revenge. Well, you might see a revenge thing, but I I think you're also gonna see like you'll get those three ways and you know whatever. I do, I do take a little piggyback off your thought a little bit, Edwards. I do think you may see him turn around and look at the elite, saying, "Where the fuck were you guys?" I was expecting. He has said that in the past too. Yes. You know, I want to see more of that now. I think we may see more of that. I'll tell you what, dude. That would be. I mean, if he was, if he was the fourth. Comes out, comes out, and causes then Kenny, Kenny, and, Kenny and, and Hangman come to him, and they're like, "What the hell, man?" He'd be like, "Where the hell were you guys?" Right. Maybe. I mean, do you know how great that would be? I mean, oh, Tom, I, it would be great. I just two weeks I think Oh man, Cody! I to me, Cody's the cog to blow the whole, the whole roster up like that, like story wise. Yeah, if he, I mean, it here, definitely would be like crazy, like, right? And you saw the arm connection. Well, what about arm? Yes, arm. Right. Is there any chance that and arm got his ass kicked too? <laughs> is there any chance arm says to Cody, "Look, I told you was right. Told you was right." Mm. Oh, man. So, let me ask you that. I just kind of popped in my head. How pissed are you guys going to be when we get uh, Brody, um, uh, Evil Uno, uh, Stu Grayson, and 3, 4, and 5 versus Cody, the Elite, and QT, and Dustin? (laughs) (laughs) I think we'll get Cody... I think it was Cody <laughs> in a rematch for the title at All Out, and then they could do like a tag or whatever. Here's the one thing though: is here, here, here's where, here's where I'm going to push back a little though. Here's where I'm going to push back a little. Okay, it's like, you know, if you want to talk about this sports centric and realism stuff, would you get your ass kicked like that? Do you really deserve a rematch right away? Like. You have a forty-five minute gem, realism. gem of a match, and you know it's like it's like UFC, like like Frankie Edgar. I was talking about it earlier. They had a five-round fight, split decision. They beat the shit out of each other. Or you have Conor McGregor knocks out Jose Aldo thirteen seconds into the match. Who deserves the rematch more? The guy who went five rounds and lost by a split decision, or the guy who got knocked on his ass and got wiped out, the floor wiped with him. 
My contention would be the guy who went five rounds and had a close match, not the guy who got his ass kicked. And that would be my contention. Like I, I don't do the, automatic rematch unless they do unless they do the auto rematch. Then. I mean, they can get lame, out of it that way. But if you want to go real bullshit. though, is there should he even be on the pay per view wrestling? I, I, Weeks no, from now. no, 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 no. He should be injured. He should be home and fucking neck brace and not able to work out and right you know i've been dying i've been dying for somebody in wrestling to do this a guy gets the shit kicked out of him like cody did tonight or like way back when we talked about this a few weeks ago on another show when roman reigns got his ass kicked by braun Strowman. i'm like why don't you keep him out of there for two or three weeks and then have him at his house like nursing his injuries and you know brandy getting a mice and shit and then Two weeks later, he starts feeling a little better. He starts lifting a little weights. And then maybe he starts hitting a heavy bag or something. And then next thing you know, you see him at wrestling school moving around. You know what I mean? And, and, that, and that's your way to keep him on the show. But he's building he's building his character back up. Dude, when, when, when Rocky lost to Clubber Lang, he didn't get a rematch two weeks later. He went to Apollo and he flew out to L.A. Right. And he had a horrible time trying to get himself... You know, back into it mentally, but then he found his mental strength and trained his ass off. And then six months later, he fought him again. To me, that's the story wrestling should be telling, and they never tell that story. You have a perfect opportunity to tell that story right now. And let's be honest, bro, they have plenty well, of matches for the pay per view. Well, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yes, that's a very good point. I want to kick to White House, though, here, because if they do. He I'd rather see him fight vengeance. Dustin. He said the word revenge. White House, you said the word revenge, right? Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, there has to be a follow-up because he, I mean, Brody nearly beat him to death. Really, if you think about it. Right, that, well, that's the match. what they so showed. So there has to be more yeah. to it, right? There has to be. I, and he, I mean, the founding father of all out, all in, whatever you want to call it, you can't, he's not, I don't see him being left off the show. I don't. Why not? Why not? Why not have him? Who fucking created it? Why, why not? Why not have him in a fucking hospital bed, watching on a hospital TV, watching Brody Lee kick the shit out of his brother? Why not that? Or Kenny Omega? They should have done this match. Oh, they got a. He has to fight. I forgot he's a tag team champ. I keep forgetting. Two weeks before All Out. Ah. Why not? Shock and awe, bro. Tell the, tell the whole fucking story. He, ha- he has to be on All Out. Why does he have to be on All Out? He doesn't have to be on All Out. That, that could, his, part of his motivation could be the fact that you made me miss fucking All Out. I, I, get, I get what I you're saying. Like they I probably like are going to do what you're saying. They're probably going to do what you're saying, a rematch or whatever at All Out. I get it because that's what wrestling does, short-term memory, blah, 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 the whole thing. But this, to me, this is Cody Rhodes could be like, right, like you said, I'm the founding father of All In. All Out was our biggest show of the year. Not only did you take my title, not only did you beat up my manager, beat up my brother, beat up my wife, leave me for dead. You made me miss the biggest show of the year. You took my title. I'm working my ass off, and I'm coming for you, Brody Lee. And then you actually show him healing, show him working his ass off, show tell that story, and then you have 
the most focused eye of the tiger fucking Cody Rhodes you ever saw. The fucking hero. Every David versus Goliath, the guy that kicked the shit out of him. And and now he's go, he's facing him again. Dude. <laughs> I got uh, uh, goosebumps. I got I got goosebumps thinking about it. They won't do it. They won't do it. I know they won't do it. It's too perfect. <laughs> it's too perfect. I mean, I, who am I? I, I? I don't know. Who am I? But I watch, I mean, you watch these TV shows, these movies, things that get you excited, things that get you involved and, 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 and spark your interest and, you know what I mean, and, and make you really care about it like it's something important, right? Th- that's what tells the story, not he got his fucking ass kicked, he has a neck brace on and a breathing machine, and then two weeks later he's fine to have a match. To me, that's just, you, you wrestling's fake. Thank you. Proving it. I'm sorry. I know you hate when people say it, but that's proving it's fake. I'm sorry. It just is. You want realism? Show me realism. See, I think I think White House is probably right, but I would much rather see what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not saying keep Cody off TV. I'm saying tell a story. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like tell right. a fucking story. Build it up. Yeah. <laughs> Build it up. The recovery. The whole thing. You know. <laughs> so White House, you think they're going three on three, maybe even four on four? Brandy and Anna J, mixed tag. No, what do you no, think? No, no, I think I think Brandy and Anna J will get their own match. Okay, and then you got you got you got, have, natural, I, you got the natural nightmares. They can do their own match, and then Cody has his match. Dude, have the Dark Order trash Cody's house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just go all the way with it. Right, I mean, but I mean, if you want to keep him off, but I, 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 I still think that there's some venom he could spew to his supposedly friends that didn't come out and get his back when this was going down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I but what, some what, what, what makes him stronger, way. coming back from this or crying to his friends? You didn't help me. You know, well, I think it'd be great. I, I don't think crying, but looking at you guys, like, what the fuck? That we're friends, man. You know, you didn't have our backs. See, to me, this is you guys are bringing up great points on what's going to happen, and I could be way wrong, but to me, this is he has every check mark. The, the boxes <laughs> are checked to yeah. turn heel. But well, yeah, no. but I don't see him leaving the arm, man. That's the uh, the well, arm's, arm's going through. I think Arn's going to. No, 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 Edwards. I'll tell you this. I like. Okay, I like my idea the best. I really do, and it's not just because it's my idea. I just like it the best for him because I think that he's just too over with the crowd to go to go heel. But I'll con- I'll admit I'd rather see him turn heel than make a miraculous, you know, superhuman recovery in six right. days. Matt Hardy missed ten days with a chair shot just now. Just <laughs> it just happened, right? Can't wrestle for ten days because of a chair shot. So you're telling me Cody's coming back by the pay per view? L- does logic dictate that's possible? Like, I, I, you, you know what I mean? I get it's wrestling. I get it. I get it. But you want sports centric realism. The whole Imagine thing. the four of them beating down Dustin. Imagine the four of them beating down Dustin. Yeah. As he's screaming in Dustin's face, "This is your fault." Yeah. My wife was attacked because you didn't have my back, brother. As he's kicking him in the face. Mm. 
Well, I mean, I mean, Dustin missed a lot of time when he got his arm slammed in a fucking door. You know what I mean? Like he missed, That's true. He, did, he missed a lot of time. But I know it's Cody Rhodes. God forbid he missed a pay per view. I mean, he could miss a pay per view. He could miss a pay per view. Pay per view, eh? It's not just any pay per view. It's the biggest pay per view of the year. So, so you're <laughs> then they shouldn't have done. So, what from you're telling me they shouldn't have done what they did tonight? Then I find it odd they did it two weeks before the pay per view. That's all I'm saying. No, because I think they have a better. If they do it right, I think they have a better story to tell. I don't. I see. I don't think that. I don't think Cody has to be in a big match on that pay-per-view for that. There's so much they could do. There's so much they could do. There's so much they could do on that pay-per-view. That would make it a really great pay-per-view. And I and they could use the idea that he missed All Out as motivation. I, I get it. They, you're probably right. They probably won't do it. I'm just saying is, I, I, like, I'm still like I'm still going to watch it and still tell the fucking story. Still tell the fucking story. You know what I mean? Just, I don't know. I... I just think if you're gonna go, they went. They went for shock at all. Just keep go with it. Go go all the way, not this half-ass bullshit. White House, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. If Cody were to go heel and become the Ric Flair of the Horsemen, okay. Who then? And this is going to be a stupid question, the way it sounds, but. Who becomes the Dusty Rhodes to go against them? Who constantly gets screwed? You know, who wins the title at Starcade and then the next week it's pulled from him because the horseman screwed with him? And, like, who is that? Kenny if Omega. not Cody. You don't have him. Omega? Omega. He's not there. He's not there right now. You don't have a guy. It doesn't hey. mean that he can't be there. It doesn't mean he can't be there. You know, they, got, they, they got a lot of work to do to get him. There's history. Because there's history. You could get you could get Kenny there. You got a lot of work to do to get him there. A lot of work. Could Paige be that guy? Paige could be, but I I I mean it would to me that's that's like a uh, drastic one eighty for Paige right now. It is. See, I'm kind of looking at in terms of what we always talk about every week to week to week. White House, you and your damn interviews. You know, Cody said, Kenny said, Cody said, Kenny said. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, they're looking at putting other people over. So yeah. I think it, I think Cody would probably rather put himself as not the hero, if that makes sense. Right. And that's why I keep think I just keep going back to it. He's got to be the fourth guy. I got the guy. Bodied up Matt Cardona. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been on TV once. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm obviously I'm kidding. Where's uh, Matt? Where's he not been? the first? Yeah, where's he been? Uh, not the first. Shit! For all we know, that guy may not even be on the roster yet. I, yeah. It, it, again, here you know what I mean. You're putting the cart before the horse again with them, and you're and you're and you're putting yourself in a position with no babies. Well, I mean, you have babies. I mean, Kenny and Paige. It'll be, we'll Kenny be the, I mean, the singles baby. The yeah, the, Ken, right. the Kenny Omega I mean, who's trying to decapitate guys with chairs and choke them out at the end of matches, and then the 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 the, the uh, Hangman Page who's drinking beers and pounding shots with FDR who's a hill team. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we we got a long way to go to get these guys to be babies right now. But they are babies. They are. They're not heels. Uh, 
Uh, you are they, though? You think Kenny Omega and Paige are heels? I, I, I don't I, I don't know what they are right now. That's I, See, I have that's, a question about that. That's what they're doing because they're teasing the heel turn with both of them. But I they're not know, teasing the heel turn. Whole, you know what? I think you guys are more creative than they are. I think that's the problem, too. Oh, maybe. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not patting myself on that. No, I, I'm just saying. I, I no, but I, I, the thing is, I just think you're more creative than they are. That's why I don't think they'd even do my idea. I, I, I think that I think they're doing the same thing that every wrestling company does these days. They yeah. book on the idea that short-term memory, blah, 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 you know, you, we'll move on and they'll forget. Oh, cool. Yeah. There, there you go. I got your baby. It'll be Orange Cassidy. How do you like that one? <laughs> given, given everything we talked about today, I mean, does, he fits the fucking bill. <laughs> Rhodes, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Cassidy wins the Mimosa match. Does Cody turns heel, and the and and the new Horseman, the uh, the Revelation, Rev- Revolution, whatever the fuck they're called, will come after Orange Cassidy. Well, I'll tell you what. If Cody does go heel, I think I, I, White House. I think you're right. The guy is Kenny Omega. Finally, the guy, the Kenny Omega we want to see, the singles guy, the over guy. I just think you have a long way to go to get him there. Not as long as it would be for anybody else. Actually, the road would be shorter. Everybody I mean, else it would be more logical for him to push Moxley that direction than Omega right now. There's no history with really Moxley. You got all the history. You have all that back history that you can use. Yeah, but you're using you're using Kenny. you're using that back history. Assuming you're, you're but you're, no 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 you're it was in a different promotion and you're assuming that the AEW audience all knows about that back history. That's even better if they don't because they can talk about it and catch people up. Well, they haven't. They but they haven't though. They haven't though. They've made them out to be best friends and they, and they well, weren't they when they're in any they never a- done AEW. That spot where this dude you you're, here's Well, Cody, when, when were Co- when were Cody dude, and Omega ever think, together what, when they're in New Japan? What, they were against each spot? other. Dude, dude, listen to what you're saying. Like Mhm. They haven't been in a spot to do anything like this. So why would they use it? Until now, when Cody just betrayed them, now they can use. Why did Cody betray them? The idea is he. The idea is they betrayed Cody by not helping him, right? I, I mean, we're. I, 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 I guess I'm confused here. They they're supposedly this the elite all together, right? They came into this whole thing together. Cody's referenced right. it. He's referenced it. But when when what you're talking about what happened in New Japan. Cody and and Kenny Omega were at each other's throats the that entire time. They weren't that, they weren't unified. The history. That's the history. The history, though. dude. They but, didn't use that. <laughs> you you use it how? Use it how? When Cody turns heel, Kenny becomes Dusty to the four horsemen of the revelation led by Cody. I think it's a stretch. I think it's a big stretch. How Whoa, stretch? how how is Based it a stretch? Everything uh. else out there, how is it a stretch? Because because they didn't they never they never acted like that in AEW. They've been like a big thing together because since Cody the beginning. Say Kenny was fake. I never liked Kenny. 
This is why I never liked Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's fake, yada, yada, yada. Kenny gets a spot. Cody comes out, interferes, costs him something. I I, I got to be honest. What not. I'm seeing, what I'm seeing on TV, this you're, this is a stretch. This is a stretch. Okay, wait a minute. Wait. Let me let me push back on that a little bit. Okay. He's trying to decapitate guys with chairs right now. How many times has Cody and Kenny been in the ring together as buddies since AEW started? I mean, a couple. It hasn't been a lot, but a couple. I mean, can you remember the last one? Because I can't. They're never out there together. Ne- it hasn't been never. I mean, it hasn't been. It's been not what, maybe recent. The first show, the first month, last. I mean, I think year? I think Cody has been separated from those guys for a specific reason, and I think the reason is going to be what we're about to see. I think it's going to suck. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you right now, I think it's going to suck. I, I mean, you guys could be right, but I think it's going to suck. I don't think I. I, what if- I don't, I, I don't, I don't think the masses are buying Kenny Omega as this huge babyface right now. I just don't think they are. Do you have a better choice for Dusty? Oh my god! Who fills the Dusty role? Now I'm going to assume you and people listening know the actual history of the Four Horsemen versus Dusty Rhodes. I mean, so I, I've, always, I've, I've always somebody to feud with. But, but I've, I've always assumed a that. Cody was the guy that had all the, you know, had feuds with everybody. None of them actually came to, never really came to payoffs, but always had feuds with everybody that they could go to. I mean, that's really how they've been booking it. MJF, Spears, you know, uh, different guys throughout the whole thing. Jericho, you can always go back to Jericho too. Uh, You know what I mean? So, so... Hey, when they when they when hey when they were booking, you know what? I'll get I'll give you when when Cody was going to be with the elite when they were booking blood and guts. That was supposed to be Cody the elite and 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 uh, Matt Hardy versus versus the inner circle. And in the past six months since they scrapped that, how many times have they been? They haven't, but how many times have anybody been in the wing? Dude, the whole thing got scrapped. Kenny's with the books all the time. Okay. Okay, Cody's not. I and think he's, that's he's, done for a reason. But he's also referenced the fact that he hasn't been involved. I, I'm just he's, saying is using bro. They're only they've only been using on using ten using what happened in New Japan and bringing it into AEW. I, I don't. I just don't see. I don't see the parallel. Okay, well then, if that's the case, then they need that to... is a parallel. You wait, wait. How, how do you how do you not see that as a parallel? It's history. Oh, you yeah. just said it yourself. Cody and Kenny have been at each other's throats in New. Japan, they can play off that history in AEW. Okay. All right. I agree. Sod's all over. I don't know. I don't think they should touch it at all because they never, they never, they've never referenced it ever in AEW. They've always referenced them as being together. Why would they? When, 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 when when Jericho's talking about the pumpkin-headed dipshits that named the company after him, Cody's included in that when he talks about the elite. All the more reason to turn heel. All right. Hey, turn him heel. They got no babies. I don't know what to tell you. They're going to have babies at the same night, bro. Because Paige and Omega, I got to think, are going to get pushed straight to the top as soon as they drop those damn belts to FDR. Yeah. That's what. That's my opinion. 
and you're going to forget all about the tag run because they're going to get involved in they singles better, They better be super perfect. Oh. Super perfect and creative with that because I just see that being a big disaster. Now, here's my, here's my thing. I'd rather, I, I, I personally would just keep Cody baby. I mean, but that's just me. Okay, if you keep him baby and you get MJF as that, the I don't, ace of the new stable. I don't think it's going to. I don't think MJF see, it's, it's Cody or Paige, man. I think it's going to be Paige. See, so do I. That Paige is my number one. But see, to I, me, that I'm doesn't. Digging, I'm digging what what I I can see, like the whole Cody. I, thing I, I think they're going to play. I think they're going to play that stable. FDR, Paige, Tully, Spears. I think I think that's going to be the stable at least to start. And I think they're going to play it as heel, but we know some people are going to cheer him type thing because I think they know that not everybody's going to not they're going to boo FTR. Like I don't, I think they're going to be people that like FTR a lot. I think I think it's going to be like a tweener fucking faction. I really do. To me, that doesn't. I don't. I don't think it's big enough. It, it, it might not it, be. It no, I, you might not be. No, you, you might no, be right. I just think it's what they're going to do. Prior to COVID, it would have been. I think. I, yeah, but I don't even know if we were talking about this prior to COVID. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. No, because you know Tony I mean? wasn't with Spears at the time. I don't think. Right? Was he? No. That's what got us on this. A little bit, not much. But well, FTR coming and all the all the FTR, uh, yeah. FTR and all the Arn and Tully brainbuster references. Yeah, that kind of. <laughs> you know, they they mean they teased the fuck out of the whole thing. You know, yeah. uh, with with all that. I mean, obviously the COVID thing changed a lot, which is fine. Uh, but I, I don't know. See, to I me, think... to, like, do you remember, do you guys remember when TNA did Fortune? Yep. Okay. That, to me, wasn't big enough, even with AJ as the ace. It wasn't big enough, because he's not the AJ that he is now. Right. Now, if they would do it, he'd be big enough, obviously, to be right. the Ric Flair ace. So you don't think, right. you don't think Paige is big enough? No. No. And, and you're probably right about that. I don't either. Not he's never had a major. He's never had a major title run. The whole thing. No. Yeah, yeah. He's always been no. like the other guy. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, that's why gonna, I think it has to be Cody. But I think that's going to be their selling point to it. And and you know um, uh, the the other side of it is forget going back to what happened in New Japan for. Cody and Kenny splitting up. I think you can still tell that. I don't think they... Honestly, I get the impression they don't know what the fuck to do with Kenny Omega right now. I really get that impression because it's just his whole... Nothing about him is good right now. And maybe maybe I'm letting friends of mine who watch the show influence me a little bit. But I'm just trying to go on like what I hear and everything. Like I don't hear this big like... Holy shit, it's Kenny Omega like we did when he was wrestling at fucking Wrestle Kingdom. And I think that's part of the problem with me buying that he's going to be that big baby. And and the other side of it, and I brought this up a million times, the fucking title's on John Moxley, and he, all his shit's done in the first hour of the night, and we're, we're not even talking about the AEW Championship at all right now. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, how is that? You know, JR is calling Moxley the face of the company. He has the title. You know what I mean? Like, why aren't we talking about that? Now, putting that title on Kenny Omega in a babyface run could probably reverse all this. All right, slow down. You're bringing up too much. First off, yeah. the Dark Order thing, I think, 
you have to if you're going to beat down Cody like you did, it has to close the show. Moxley or not, it has to close the show. But could you agree with that? Oh, tonight, yes, absolutely. Tonight, yes, just tonight. I'm just saying tonight. Of course. Okay, well, you just said Moxley was in the first hour. Okay, well. Well, it's a common theme, though, no? Oh, yeah, we've agreed it. <laughs> but tonight, I give them a pass because of the Dark Order beating down Cody Rhodes like they did. Okay. Okay, here's the second thing. No, tonight, Omega it, tonight the... was the right move. It was 100% the right move. Okay, all right, we agree on that then. Uh, but normally, I do. I agree with you. Austin should be at the end. Okay, that's it. <laughs> we haven't had any of that since Jericho's champion, though, ever with AEW. Kenny Omega. He hasn't been presented like he was in New Japan in AEW yet. Agreed. However. That's his choice. However. Who cares? If, they want to make it the baby fucking do it. Well, they're, I think they're going to, but we have to wait for two weeks until those tag belts come off him. At that point, here's my question to you. At that point, you have a Page and Omega. Do they stay together as a tag team, or can you see them breaking up and going their separate ways as singles? If the answer is you can see them going as singles, don't you think Kenny becomes the top babyface in the company? Yes. Beside Moxley. Yes. I do too. AC? Uh, I have to see. I have to see how it goes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Or do you think? I, I mean, see, see, this is the problem. If if you loved Kenny Omega at one point, right? I did. Okay. But not any. Can you get him again if they start booking him properly? Um, I I mean I I'm not gonna say no. I, 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 I'll be well, honest with you. Yes, though, either. <laughs> no, because I'll, no, I'm just trying to be honest. I, I, I don't know that we haven't seen the best of Kenny Omega already. And no, I don't know, man. On, bro, come on. You think we've seen the best of Kenny Omega in AEW? In AEW? This is, this no, 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 Oh, okay. I got you. I don't. I don't. I don't. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. He's been, dude, he's been on vacation for the past 10, 10 months now. Dude, all I, all I know is I can tell you this, though. They could ease, It's easier for them to hit with Hangman as a ball of fire than Kenny Omega right now. When you start putting people back in that building. I really... Because, I, dude, he... If you if 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 Hangman holds the reaction he was getting with fans through this time now, it's a huge question because we haven't seen a lot of them, which we brought up and I brought up myself. It's a huge question, but you put people in that building and that whole, if that carries over. I could see that carrying over just as easily as I see you getting Omega back to that point right now, and it it might. That might be a mistake too. I don't know, but I could see them thinking that. That maybe you know it's Hangman's time. Mm, okay, I can I could see it. I could see it. Maybe it, maybe it's Page, but White House, you can get my back on this. Um, the first forty minute match that. Omega Babyface does 
versus heel ace horseman Cody, you're going to be right back to loving Kenny. Uh-huh. If we get 45, there. 40, 45 minute match. If we get there. And you got to remember, that's, nope, that's a huge, that's a huge trunk for AEW on a show. You're talking three hour pay-per-views, two hour TV shows. This is not seven hour, yep. you know, Wrestle Kingdom shows. It's that they're, they're going, they're, they're putting everything else on the back burner for that if they go mm-hmm. there. Doesn't mean it can't be done. No, 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 and, and I'm not even know, saying they should. Used to do it all the time. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it can't be done, and I'm not even saying I don't think they should do it. I'm just saying is, is I don't know that they will do it. Cody's I don't think I don't even know if Katie Coney or fucking Getty would do it. Oh, yeah, Cody. listen, I Cody's hear, going here, dude. Dude, listen to White House. <laughs> Kenny's go. They they all want to put guys over, and they don't want to put themselves over, and all the shit he spews. And he's probably right about all of it. And that's what I hear, bro. So what? what is it? They're all going to do a 180 and decide, you know what? Fuck all you guys. I'm Cody Rhodes. I'm Kenny Omega. We're taking the last hour of the show. Suck it. I don't know that's going to happen. Cody's going heel. Well, I'm just saying. If, if it no happens. Speculation. Put me down. <laughs> Cody's going heel. All right. You're, you got Cody going heel. Yes. How, or, uh, White House, what do you got? Oh man, it's was... <laughs> oh. oh. yeah, oh. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna bring in all this, like you said originally, White House. Dude, man, I, listen. If they bring in fucking all this, Tony Khan. Oh Jesus! Listen to my words. Here we go. Here we go. The Nick fucking should, all this, which you should be bringing in the national treasure. And here we okay? go. Tony, if you do this, listen, I want a fucking job because <laughs> I called that shit when nobody thought of it. True. I want that job. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and you got to move him out of Virginia, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. It's all good. All right, AC, if I'm dead wrong, Dude. you're going page. I'm going. Page. Who, who would you like to see? Who would you like to see as that guy? Did he, honestly, both of you. Oh, who, oh, who would I? Who, uh, who would I like to see as the four? As the flare. Let's just call it what it is. As the flare. Yeah. Who's the flare? Who would I really like to see? Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I'll go back to my original flare, which is MJF. Uh, if you're if it gun to my head, that's what I'd go with because I just think that catapults him for years. Gotcha. Okay. I want it to be Cody. I just move it parts and everything. It's mm-hmm. doable. But it seems Paige fits it with FTR. So that's the, kind of where I'm at. Alright, so let me let me ask you guys this. Edward, you, you, you want Cody. Uh, yeah. White House is torn. I want MJF. Throw that all to a side for a second. Okay. And and let's just think about this for one second here. The guy who's universally seen, uh, White House brought it up, the, the godfather of All In, the Triple H of AEW, the guy who gets universally the biggest pop at the shows when there's fans there, 
White House, we were in the building. We heard it. Yep. We heard it live. This is, and I, I, I know, shock value, the whole thing. But we're talking about, you know, Mr. fucking AEW here. Everybody loves Cody, 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 Cody. You really think they're going to turn him heel? I don't buy it. Let me ask you, let me ask you something. And I don't want my old age to be a disadvantage to you. But end up. UA slash WCW pre NWO. Who for years got the biggest pop when the entrance started? Woo! The heel Ric Flair. Right, but he was a heel already. Yes, but you're using that example. Cody is going to turn heel because he's Mr. AEW. No. Right, but he wasn't. Cody wasn't. Ric Ric Flair got the biggest pop too, my brother. Yeah, but he was he, but he was already the heel though, is my point. Yeah, but but Andrew just saying is Cody going to heel or face, he's still gonna get a pop. That's what I'm saying. Regardless of what he is, he's gonna get a pop. But I I mean you could say the same thing about Hangman maybe. Could. I'm Could. just not high on Could. him because of this whole this whole COVID it, it, it stuff we've been in. He hasn't done nothing. Yeah, right. So, but I, I'm just going by. Yeah, I'm just going by fan reaction. My my assumption is when the fans come back, they're still going to love Hangman. I, I just I have a feeling that's where they're like. See, I see, think is, I think it annoys us that Hangman hasn't done shit. But I think there's probably a lot of fans out there that don't give a fuck because well, I, I dude I have friends I, they, I I I talk to twelve people about the show all the time, and it, this is I, it, it may. I know I don't listen to other podcasts. I try not to read too much. I, I, I'm just going on like fans that I know reactions, and I try not to go on ours because I think, generally speaking, although we don't agree on anything, we all kind of view this show pretty similarly. But then I talk to other fans who just have these thoughts about it, and like when I bring up that I'm like down on Hangman, they're like, "Are you fucking crazy, bro? Like Hangman, like eh, Hangman, Hangman, Hangman." Yeah, I, I think there's still a sense out there. Maybe I'm misreading it. You're all right. You got COVID. You okay over there? <laughs> We're gonna. Hear, I'm gonna get a text from DJ Staves in the morning. Thanks. Anyway, <laughs> good for one, right? <laughs> yeah. You had to get. One. You had to get one in. Yeah, dude. The one. The one show you got nothing in. Staves was like, White House was on his game last night. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Dude, I can't. I mean, this, this, who's this? Stains? This guy who's, who's got comments? Yeah. Buddy, listen. Stains. Whoa! Listen. Here we go. Here's the thing. Wait him out. I am not the healthiest fucker, okay? <laughs> I got some serious shit called allergy. <laughs> it dust fucking kills me. So if I have to clear my throat, I'm going to do the best I can. Not to be loud, but guess what? I'm going to clear my throat. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. I'm going to cough. But most of my coughs tonight, I've muted it. So your ass hasn't heard it. Okay? I do know how to use a mute button. Cutting promos on DJ Stave. And, 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 and also, here's another thing. Oh. texting AC, <laughs> AC can give you my fucking number. And you can text me. Wow. And I can't figure out where to go. 
This is the greatest show ever. It's the greatest show ever. Do you really have a problem with my... Or my... Let's have a conversation. Uh, here's the thing. I don't do it on fucking purpose. It just happens. I'm crying. I'm fucking crying. I had to clear the air. I'm dead. I'm, dead. I'm, cry- I'm crying right now. You don't like me? I've been laughed at hard in a long time. Take a fucking no, I- number. That love- line is fucking long, brother. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I do the best I can. And I'm having fun. So if you get a little... A little uh, uh, just got deal with it, man. It's the last time I checked... I'm not fucking getting paid for this. I'm for fun. So you're going to criticize me? Hey, I'll give you my phone number. I'll give you my Facebook. I'll give you my Twitter. I'll give you my email address. Whatever you want to do. You want to FaceTime? Hey, I'll FaceTime and cut a phone on your ass. I don't give a fuck. Just throw that out there, buddy. Maybe an on-air. Maybe an on-air. Hey, you want? I we'll talk. Well, I, I mean, we we might have to scrap the Fauci thing and just do White House for names. Oh hell yeah, Fauci! Oh my god, Fauci, we're gonna kick you to the curb, Fauci. You're done. Last time I checked, there's three of us on the show. Hey, I know I'm the new guy in the block, and I'm learning how as I go. I'm having fun, but you know, a couple of times I hear AC getting Starms Texas about my ass, dude. Why is he texting you? Text me. I'm the one doing it. <laughs> That's fucking simple, man. Hello, Anthony. Hello. Yes, uh, Fauci, can, can, can we get you to... I know you don't see patients anymore, but can you see White House? I, I just wanted to say really quickly, I will gladly step away and let White House take care of the little bitty DJ Stames for me. He could take care... Of him for me. I don't have to say a word. White House, I think, just whited out DJ Stames. I don't need the debate anymore. Yeah, Kudos I, to you, White House. Kudos. I apologize. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but it's just uh, sometimes offend I can't anybody. fucking help it. Man. Offend so, anybody? That was hey. the funniest segment we've done in six weeks. <laughs> that was the best political truth I've ever heard. <laughs> You know what I mean? Hey, you know, I do what I can. You know? Oh, that was great. Boy, I, can't, I cannot stop laughing. Oh, my God. I can't wait to listen to that back. He just, every time I thought you were going to stop, you kept going, and I, I yep. literally started laughing harder. <laughs> yeah, take that, Stames, with your uh, with your gin and rosemary fresca drink. Oh, Soy boy. Gin and rosemary? Do I have my pinky in the air when I'm <laughs>
Oh, we're all dying. All right, let's re- let's regroup here. Oh, just in case you know, if I laugh too hard, I'm going to cough too. Okay, okay that's so great. you may may hear a little coughing in a minute because I'm laughing at your ass. Stimes, <laughs> got that Stimes. Stimes. <laughs> I love oh. it. <coughs> oh, I got to pause my. Now brain. we're all coughing. <laughs> See, now we all have allergies. <laughs> It's like excessive laughter. Oh. Mm. Oh, I'm sweating. It's dripping in oh, my god. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I, I've not laughed at her in so long. <coughs> okay. Woosah. So, anyway. Let's refocus here. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, we'll, we'll leave that conversation there, and we'll see how it plays out. A uh, couple things to get to before we wrap up here. Um, it was something we talked about on the new show with Renee Young. I came across an article, which I saved, and I'm going to read to you guys. It's pretty short. Hey, before you start reading. Yeah. And I did Veda Scott, we forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, Veda Scott was on commentary. Uh, Is this something I should have known about and didn't know, that she was even in in the company? I didn't know that either, to be honest with you. Did that have something to do with NWA? Maybe NWA tag tournament, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I just thought maybe okay. it had any, any, something to do with NWA because she was talking about the title and a okay. different girl okay. she wrestled. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, I actually didn't save the article, but the article was basically repeating what Meltzer has said on his show where he's saying that uh, Renee Young signing with AEW is imminent. Imminent. But you won't hear or see her for a long time because of the Uh, non-compete talent clause and all that. But, having said that, how many times have we heard these people report something's imminent and it never happens? We could probably... More times than it's actually happened. So, interesting. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I happened to come across it and we talked about it. Um, So, some people are starting to make waves that she is coming to AEW. I still don't see it. Uh, maybe maybe they're looking at her to take Excalibur's spot. I don't know. <laughs> I hope not because I didn't think she was very good on commentary. Um, you guys got any thoughts about... I mean, we talked about it already. Uh, the only thing I think of me... I mean... Your thought is... It's got to be some kind of thing what she's doing now. Uh, a, a, a talk, maybe not so much a talk show, but a pre-show, interview segments, um, something like that. I don't see her doing a commentary thing. She admitted that she wasn't that comfortable doing it. Yeah, yeah, she kind yeah. of felt, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's more, it's going to be more what is in her wheelhouse. And the pre-show thing, maybe that's where they're going to go to. Um, but a lot of back stuff, stuff, backstage stuff, possibly. But Dasha does good with that as well. So it would ha- I'm going to go on a limb say they're doing a pre-show. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like for me, I'm just conditioned because just hearing it's going to sound bad, but I got to. I got to say, I got to be honest. Just hearing a woman's voice during a match feels weird to me 
because you're talking uh, to yeah. a guy that's watching wrestling for, I don't know, 30 plus, whatever, 35 years, whatever. <clears throat> I started with Vince and Jesse Ventura. Yep. And any, like, when I, as soon as I hear a woman's voice, it doesn't sound right. Same thing with football. You know, I was just about, that was going to be my next question. Like, so, not yeah. trying to be an asshole, but. Right. It's just, it just, it just doesn't sound right to me. Mm. So I, th- I honestly think however they can use Renee Young to get like yeah, pre-show um, stuff on the internet, maybe press. Like if you can get her to go to different places, like ESPN, whatever, like, mm. you know, you know what I mean? Like bigger, like outside of the company, but she's still doing like, you know, broadcasting in some, of some right. sort, you know what I mean? Something like that. I think would be the best uh, spot for her. Because you don't want to throw her backstage having, you know, two-minute no, interviews right. like Dasha. You know what I mean? It's... Yeah. You got Dasha and Alex that do it right now. And they're right. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I yeah, interesting. I mean, I was kind of excited post. to maybe see her on Fox doing something different. Um, mm-hmm. So, And maybe we'll see that. Maybe it'll be like... You know, maybe that's in addition to some of her duties. I don't and know. I'm beginning to wonder if this has been, if this was something in the works for a while now. <clears throat> they just can't really say that. Yeah, I almost get the impression that when Moxley signed, he probably said, uh, "Hey, any chance Renee can come at the end of the year and or end of next year?" Yeah, you know what maybe. I mean? I mean, I just, way, like, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just always looked at it was like the <laughs> schedule. The schedule's so like light that what's why even bother. Like, you fly in, you do the show, you get out. You know what I mean? It's not like WWE where, you know, back in the day, you know, he was doing, you know, sometimes a pay-per-view, Monday Night Raw, film SmackDown on Tuesday, get two days off, do fucking three house shows, back to Raw, back to SmackDown. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, especially right now, that's not the, uh, I mean... He he could have cut three promos in a row and not even shown up at AEW the last two weeks. You know, at, he could have, you know dropped the fucking uh, paradigm shift, cut two promos, and I'll see you at the contract signing. You know, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't I don't know that the schedule. You know, I, I, that was just my thinking. The schedule is so light that it, is it really a consideration to try to push to have your unless unless she's unless he thinks she has a value. Like, beyond that, where, like you said, maybe doing an ESPN report or a Fox report or, you know, whatever, you know, something to grow the brand. Or I know Brandy has her other responsibilities. Um, Nick Jackson's, what, or Matt, Nick or Matt's wife runs the merchandise. So I know some of them brought their families in to do certain things. So White House, when you're looking for your dolls, maybe you want to hit up Matt's wife or Nick's wife. Hey, fucker! Action figures, <laughs> not dolls. <laughs> and it's Jackson that likes to play with the action figures. Hey, Taz even called them action figures tonight. Right? <laughs> I know he he did he did. I was laughing when he called them action figures. <laughs> I just like saying it because it fires you guys up. I don't know. Why I'm <laughs> um, moving on from there, uh, I, I I kept my eye on. NXT, uh, I had it on the tablet while I was watching AEW. I didn't pay very close attention to it. A couple of things that kind of just made me chuckle, or I don't know. Um, the only matches I really watched, I saw the um, 
I saw the last half of uh, Io Shirai and Dakota Kai, the uh, women's championship match. Which, why does it say women's championship? Isn't that like, don't they not say that in NXT? Whatever. Anyway, uh, women's championship match. And then I saw the, I, I know you guys watched too, the uh, Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, Killer Cross, for those who know. Um, title match. But before that, uh, while I'm watching AEW, they had the uh, pre-show on. <laughs> they had a three-way tag match. It kind of made, One of these matches that kind of makes you chuckle. It was uh, Lego Del Fantasma. And I haven't seen these guys before. Versus Breezango. You know, remember, remember, remember Breezango? Oh, Tyler Breeze oh, yeah. and... and um, and, uh, Fandango. Fandango. Oh, pal. Look at the way he dances, pal. Oh, hey, yeah. who was it that put Fandango over at WrestleMania? Orange Cat. I mean, Chris Jericho. Oh, that's right. Oh, that was, I mean, maybe that was teaching us something there. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was teaching us something there. That's right. <laughs> um, Brizango's still a thing. Uh, Oni. Oh, oh. Hold on. The third team, Oni Lurkin, who is. Biff Busick. Ole. Biff Busick. Only he, he's uh what is Vince McMahon gonna do with Biff Busick? <laughs> Famous uh Blading for Truth line. And Danny Birch um in a tag match which Brizango won. Uh it was kinda funny just seeing Biff clothesline Tyler Breeze. I'm like, that's just so WWE. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. Wait House, you had you had something to add? Yeah, no, I just got an alert on my phone. Um, apparently, the Carrion uh, um, Cross suffers a career-threatening injury in NXT TakeOver 30 main event. And I guess Triple H uh, says my heart breaks for him uh, during a press conference. But he, kudos to Carrion Cross, but he sustained a, uh, a severely career-threatening soldier a separated shoulder halfway through the match and he carried on to the end but oh. uh yeah i mean it's wow it's crazy but i told you guys vince would never do anything with him eh. see but but yeah it looks like uh <laughs> there you go looks like looks like the looks like they'll be having a uh tournament probably the i, don't, I would guess you're gonna do something, but Tommaso wow. Chapo versus Adam Cole, baby, baby. <laughs> but uh, that's sad because that, that match was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's too bad. Um, bad. Too bad. Uh, I feel badly for him. The match is the match is pretty good. Um, I have to say, hey, overall, man, if, if Alex but, Smith can recover from his injury, anybody could recover. From yeah, you do. Seriously, seriously, that's a serious point. I mean, everybody's different. We know, and yep, yep, yep. treatment's different, and. Yeah, you, know, you know, listen. A- Alex Smith How has fucking brass fucking balls, dude. Oh, there was a time where his wife was going to have his leg amputated without telling him because he was so bad. That mm-hmm. guy has brass fucking balls. The fact that he's even trying to come back is just I, I listen. Uh, kudos to him, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, there, you, I mean, yeah, that's he's a man, dude. He's a man. And let's let's be honest. He ain't doing it for money. <laughs> he got the no, money. You don't need it. Yeah, he, he's, oh. yeah. Yeah, that's and from just, what I read, Edwards, that's did he a, actually take the job from Haskins? Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. We'll see. 
Yeah, well, they're just setting up for their run at Trevor Lawrence because they don't even have a team name. Uh, Jags, Jags are going to be sucking ass, so they're going to be right <laughs> the, there too the, for, for, the, for the Washington for football team. <laughs> Very creative. I feel like I'm watching uh, WWE and AEW when I watch football now. So what are we going to call them? The football team. Pal, this is an easy one. I, I told you, they should just get rid of the names. The New York football team. Well, they have, they have two. Well, they technically have three. We'll call them the New York blue team. The upper the, state. The New, New York. York. <laughs> yeah, the upper state team. The New York green team. <laughs> The Vegas football team. Well, there's two teams in L.A. The one everybody roots for and the one nobody cares about. (laughs) (laughs) The one that's going to move really soon. Again. Again. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to... The Rock's going to put him in the XFL, pal. <laughs> I can't even sell him to The Rock. I'll give him away for free. <laughs> um, the, uh, Didn't Triple H wrestle his way through a match with a separated shoulder? And a, and a I, torn lat. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, the, lat, the lat is what I was thinking, I think. Yeah. Hey, how, how about... Yeah, how about... How about nice. how about the Rock with the torn abdomen at WrestleMania twenty nine? Mm, how about that? How about that? Mm. And Cena rock. was sick too. Cena Fuck. was on his deathbed, and the Rock had a torn abdomen. And they they closed hey, the Ricky show. Starks. They closed the show yeah. like stars closed the show. Did he? Did, he? <laughs> Did Ricky Starks ever tear an abdomen? No, no, just a back. Oh, yeah, he had his back is hamburger meat with a skateboard. Yeah, and he had to take two weeks off to recover. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't cut a promo till his back recovered. <laughs> He's the Rock. <laughs> um, they open the uh, they open the uh, main card, and I got to be honest, this does not feel like a takeover like we you know would think of takeovers. Um, oh, yeah, in the uh, performance My center. Day. You know what's weird? I don't know if you guys noticed this in the short thing that you guys watched. With them having the plexiglass around the uh, stands there, with the, uh, you get like the mirror image, it was like very tough to watch what was going on. It was so distracting. I'm like, why the fuck do they have that? They're, they're literally all behind plexiglass wearing, wearing masks. I'm like, why the fuck is this plexiglass up? Anyway, that was weird. It's but, um, because if you sneeze, then it gets yeah. by the mask. I guess. Actually, I'm doing the wrong voice. If, if you sneeze, <laughs> yeah, it gets yeah. by the mask. <laughs> yeah. It's the plastic. Yeah. I'm doing the wrong voice. It's the Fauci plastic. <laughs> it's the Fauci. What's the, what's the cross between Vince McMahon and Fauci? You had it two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the... They open the show with uh, Finn Balor, Finn Balor, the Irishman, that's uh, had the same gimmick Demon. for five years. Finn, Finn Balor, I, I haven't been hurt in five years, but I, I still wear the same jacket and I'm boring. Uh, Is anyway, he demon anymore? No, I've never seen him do Demon, and I don't know when. Uh, White House. When's the last time he did a Demon? He hasn't done a Demon since Bray Wyatt. Two years ago? Oh, jeez. Oh, that's 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 reassuring. Um, Timothy <laughs> Thatcher. I don't even know who Timothy Thatcher is. 
Uh, they had a match I really didn't watch, and Finn Balor won. Okay, moving on from there. <laughs> oh, yeah. North Great American shit. Championship um, ladder match. And this one was pretty decent. Uh, I wasn't locked in because I was mostly watching AEW. But it was Bronson Reed, Trevor Lee, Cameron Grimes, uh, Punishment Martinez, also known as Damian Priest, the one and only Johnny Wrestling Johnny Gorgano versus Velveteen. I sent dick pics to 13 year olds. Dream! Oh, yeah! yeah. Oh, In the ladder match. Triple X, pal. He fought through it. 13 year old girls, but it was me, pal. Yeah. I trolled his ass just for the pics. It, what they didn't tell you it was the same 13 year old that Marty Skrull banged. Yeah! Oh, anyway, um, moving on from here. Sloppy uh, seconds. <laughs> Nothing wrong with sloppy. <laughs> we should be really be joking about this stuff. Oh fucking god! <laughs> right the the game. Game. <laughs> <laughs> All hearsay. All hearsay. Anyway, allegedly hearsay. Anyway, um, this one uh, you have the the ladder match for the North American Championship, and uh, finally some gold for. Damien Priest, formerly known as Punishment Martinez, and there was one thing I've always wanted for Punishment Martinez when he was with ROH. And my buddy Jim M., Jim McDermott, who will listen to this show will agree because we talked about it a thousand times. We always felt like Punishment needed one guy and one guy only, and he never got him. Truth Martini. If he had Mm, Truth Martini... He would have been a mega ROH star. He yeah, was, I could see yeah, that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I miss Truth. How much have yeah. been running around with he the book great. of Truth? Well, well, Edwards, we're in Philly. In that <laughs> dump in South Philly. AJ versus Lethal. Truth <laughs> running around the ring with the book of Truth. It's great. I miss it, bro. I feel like that was his last hurrah, Truth. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, yeah, I, 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 it I don't was. remember a lot with Truth after that. You know, him and Lethal broke up, and then it was kind of like, eh. Yeah. And he had, and he had the faction. Then it was, um, it was uh, Dijak in that. It, yeah, it was Dijak. It was uh, Diesel, uh, Joey Diesel. Mm-hmm. And then it was uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, 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 uh, your chick. Oh, you yeah, her. pal. You love that chick, pal. Oh, Goth God. chick. What was her name? Red hair and white skin, pal. Uh, what was her name, pal? White House. What the hell was her name? <laughs> not Veda No, it's not. I keep uh, thinking Veda Scott, too, but it wasn't Veda Scott. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. Tyler Hendricks. Tyler Hendricks. Oh, Tyler God. Hendricks, yeah. Edwards love Tyler Hendricks. Oh, my God. Instant boner, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Vince McMahon. And the uh, announcer's chair, pal. Oh, yeah. No, she. Oh man, where's she at nowadays? I don't know, Tyler Hendricks. Yeah, she I was broke her that. leg. She broke her leg, and I don't think she went back to wrestling after that. Oh, she was in the uh, Woman of Honor tournament. And she broke her leg. That's the last thing I remember of her. Um, the next match on NXT was uh, Adam Cole, baby. baby. Adam Cole, baby, one of the uh, best, if not the best wrestler in the world, as we all agree on this show. 
versus oh, yeah. Pat McAfee. And dude, <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of this Pat McAfee. I was pretty impressed. This well, match was good. Yeah, and the, and and, the and they had the two they had the two factions kind of go at it, and the ref kicked them both out. And uh, McAfee's faction were, were all wearing shirts that said Adam Cole sucks. And then you had the, um, you know, you had um, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, and uh, Roddy Strong out there. And then he got rid of them, and he had the one-on-one. It was a good match. Like, I, I'll probably go back and just watch that match. I, I was pretty impressed with it. What I saw that match, I was pretty impressed. It was very good. Uh, Adam got, Cole. Uh, got an A-minus rating tonight. That, that makes sense. I mean, you're yeah. not going to, and not every match is an A-plus, but I thought it was so, very good. So NFL kickers. Can even wrestle? I guess so. That's amazing. Well, he, you want to know? He was bigger. He's bigger than Adam Cole. <laughs> oh yeah, see, I love a big guy, pal. I love a big guy. Big guys, pal. Big guys. That's why we like the dynasty, pal. Oh, That's why we like Cena, pal. Say oh, his name wrong, Cena. John, I'm fucking throw up in my mouth right now. So plays, thank you very much. Plays music again, pal. Ah, uh, Super Cena. <laughs> oh, fucking God. Ah, uh, life, pal. Uh, oh, my God. Where's my glass? I <laughs> John, John, come here and make a wish. Oh, uh, uh, dude, you know, you know, wish, how, how much feedback did we get when the Cena music hit and White House freaked out? Uh, <laughs> that was great. Classic moment. I was like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm not letting this motherfucker off the hook this week. I'm playing the scene of music. Anyway, um, on from there, I, I picked this up live after AEW ended mid-match. Ior Shirai versus Dakota Kai. Um, I don't know. I, I had a hard time getting into it. I don't really know the backstory. And then uh, White House, help me out for a minute. At the end of the match, you had uh, Rhea Ripley and... Um, the other chick, her name's escaping me. Martinez, I think her last name is. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's, she's pretty big. Tall, big, tall girl. big yeah. They got, dude, she, there's potential with her, man. She's tall. Like, she yeah. made Rhea Ripley look short, which is crazy. Yeah, man. She's, um, she she had a, I want to say she had a cup of tea in Ring of Honor for a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I feel like she looked familiar. And, and honestly, yeah. like, I was watching that face-to-face, and I'm like, I want to see them fight. <laughs> you know? Well, She's got some potential. I mean, she's for her size. She's you know really quick in the ring. She's still a little green, so she's more of a project. And I think NX, the women's NXT division, is perfect for her to 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 uh, to uh, develop her game. But nah, man, that was a uh, that was the good moment right there, seeing Rhea Ripley come out because right now I think in that women's division as a whole, she's grade A number one for me, man. And uh, uh, I could uh, yeah. I could watch her go all day, but uh, yeah, I think oh, me too, fun. pal. Oh. Oh. I love, I love the shaved head, pal. The way she watch her go all day, <laughs> man. I won't break her balls because she'll kick my ass. <laughs> That's why I have Don't the cameras. In, That's why I have the cameras in the locker room, pal. Oh yeah! Don't tell anybody, pal. <laughs> secret, pal. It's our secret. It's secret. It's our secret. All right, one more match before we get on to um, a couple other quick things before we get out of here. NXT Championship match, uh, as White House reported live here on Cool Truth, Karrion Cross was injured, uh, pretty serious shoulder injury during this match, but finished the match with the uh, 
Keith Lee, Bask in My Glory, you know, uh, first uh, major title defense for Keith Lee. There's thoughts that maybe he's uh, moving elsewhere. Um, Karrion Cross gets the win. I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, I, I, I think, I'm thinking this match would have been a lot better with a big time fan reaction. I really do. Um, there were some good spots. I actually thought the, uh, the submission spot would have been pretty cool if Cross had won it there. Um, even though it, it dragged out, it was a little long, it wasn't shocking. I, I thought it might have been cool to kind of go old school with the arm just flopping. Uh, they didn't. They chose not to go that way, uh, and they finished the match. But uh, the one thing I'll say about Karrion Cross, his entrance is the best entrance in wrestling right now. Oh. Um, but to anyone on this show, it's no surprise that he's this good because we've seen him before. <laughs> Uh, once again, um, it, it's it's kind of like a common theme, and I think it's why I have a hard time with NXT, is this is not anything new. Um, when you see a Karrion Cross, when you see an Adam Cole, when you see a Roddy Fish, Roddy Fish, Roddy Strong, Bobby Fish, um, you know, who, name the guys, Keith Lee, Donovan, Di- Donovan Dijakovic, Biff Busick, all these guys, we've seen them everywhere before. Uh, I don't need NXT to see these guys. I've seen them before. Tommaso Ciampa, perfect example. Um, although they do very good things. Johnny Gargano had great matches and everything else. And I, I know the uh, takeovers usually get rave reviews when you have 16,000 people and everybody's going crazy. And I get all that. I, I'm not so sure this show like had that kind of feel to it. But Cross and Keith Lee did probably the best they could with what they had, and I thought the match was pretty cool. Thought the right guy won. We'll see how it plays out for Keith Lee, and then, I mean, obviously, unfortunately, Cross is probably out for a while, and they probably have some stuff to go on with that, with this title. Probably have a lot of guys that will take, uh, you know, um, you know, take claim on it. White House, your thoughts? Well, I... uh... I plan to go back to watch a little bit more, but uh, from everything I've read, the two matches that really stuck out this evening for for NXT and was the uh, was the was the match for the North American Championship, Gane, and then everybody you know surprised that how McAfee performed. No one's surprised about Adam Cole. Dude, um, I'm, t- I'm telling you that match was you know, good. I'm gonna go. I'm actually that, gonna go back and, and watch that, that match. Second, and that was the second best match on that card. Those two matches were the only two that got an A. Um, and, I, I don't uh, know. I, I just from my peaking, uh, I'm more I'm more interested in the Cole McAfee match myself. I, I really am. I, I, I just looked very I, I, good from what I was the, watching. Those are the two I want to go back to watch specifically. Um, Punishment Martinez, absolutely. Um, glad he's getting a shot. You know, they're finally using him. He's been there for a little bit. Took him a minute to get to where he is and. Now he's got a little bit of a run with the North American. Curious to see when they diagnose this diagnosis that he's going to get crosses going for tomorrow. What happens with that? How long will he be out? Because, yes, that was the fucking best entrance in wrestling today I saw tonight. It was ridiculous. I played it back. And now my, my five-year-old is a cross fan because of that entrance. He thought... Daddy, that was badass. Well, you had to cheer him up after Cody got his ass kicked. <laughs> that was a good way to cheer him up because that helped forget that because my son was uh, quite upset that he saw his one of his favorite wrestlers on a stretcher. Um, I actually saw. I actually sent you guys a pic in our thread 
of my son with his hand on his head. That was literally as he was watching Cody uh, go out on that stretcher, and he did not like it whatsoever. Um, so this was a good, this was a good uh, distracting thing. So he's a he's a Cross fan now. I got to tell him he got hurt. But uh, now the big thing now is my five year old wants a TNT title because one, Cody had it, and two, it's red, and he does not have it. So yeah. That's there what I got go. going on. So I mean, you got you got a lot of searching to do. Uh, you got they a lot have, of things they to find. They haven't made that yet. Right. Anyway, um, I, I want to throw this out there, and uh, you know, this guy is a big supporter of us and uh, a mentor to myself in uh, Hollywood. Oh yeah, he made his return tonight. The one and only. Greatest podcaster on the uh, on Earth. What what is he called? The Earth, Moon, Stars, Universe. I don't know. He has all kind of things he likes to say. Mars, 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 Mars on the stars, the on Mars, on the stars and Mars. Uh, the one and only King Firehawk made his return to podcasting tonight. Uh, the Cody Brody Lee match got him out of retirement, and he's done a few other things. I'm seeing on Twitter, so. Uh, follow our boy King Firehawk. Check out his podcast. He was kind enough to uh, be a part of our show open for um, Cool Truth Wrestling News. And uh, who knows? Without King Firehawk, who know, we probably wouldn't be doing the show right now. So uh, check him out. Glad to have him back. Um, love to have him on with all of us at some point. Uh, but check that out. Before we move on, uh, a little, you know, a couple, you know things we got to get out of the way here uh next week obviously AEW dynamite is on thursday so oh yeah thursday pal. you'll get the thursday review pal uh i'm sure vince is happy because we'll get good ratings for nxt again oh yeah <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what uh AEW ratings did tonight they'll be interesting to see what they do thursday um whether it hurts them helps them we'll see how that plays out uh also I'm sure we'll have a news show for you at some point next weekend. But one other thing I want to get to before we get out of here. Uh, it is SummerSlam weekend. And uh, we talked a little bit uh, talked a little bit about what's going on. White House. Yeah. I'm gonna kick it to you, bro. Other I mean, obviously if I'm gonna if I'm gonna keep my eye on anything tomorrow, I feel like it's Randy and uh, and Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. It's Randy Drew McIntyre. That's getting the most steam right now. What, um, what if and if anything else? Considering if you're going to put it on, you might as well watch. I mean, I'll probably watch most of it. Uh, there's something on at eight o'clock that I'll probably watch. Mark Levin. Uh, in addition, but uh, anything else that uh, you know piqued your interest that maybe you, you you would tell us to watch. Um the the Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt uh, fiend. It's a little interesting just because you got the dynamic of where Alexa Bliss is fitting into that. Uh, so that so bring Alexa her into that storyline. Um, oh, I know yeah. Vince, you love oh, Alexa yeah. Bliss. Oh, Alexa Bliss. Oh, you know? And so oh, Alexa, my Alexa turned on. <laughs> Sexa. You got that dynamic. <laughs> you hear Alexa dynamic in the back. going on in my pants. A dynamic. <laughs> so outside sister, of that, oh, sister Abigail, pal. It's just what to stretch. But uh, I'm even. Let's see what the Monday Night Messiah. 
Seth Rollins has in store for Rey Mysterio's son, Dominic, who's now now in the ring now, too, as well. So those are the three that I'm looking at. The rest, uh, I, I really don't care too much Not about. Much. Any so, ladies' matches? Girl on um, girl. Yeah, yes, girl, uh, girl. Yes, Sasha. Yes. yes, Sasha going against uh, um, Oxa. Asuka. Asuka. And then you have Bailey going against Asuka. Oscar's going uh, oh, so she got she got two matches. She's got two matches with the two champs. So, is there any word on which ones Dewey fully booked? Uh, no, I haven't heard. <laughs> so, full disclosure, because White House probably doesn't know. Uh, back in the day when Dewey got hired by uh, WWE, we did, we did these shows about Dewey and what Dewey was going to. You know, oh, bringing in Dewey Foley, the whole thing. Then we found out he was, like, getting coffee. So we were jokingly, when something terrible happened, we were blamed Dewey. Yeah, it was always and Dewey's then, fault. Yeah, it was always <laughs> Dewey's fault. And then, like, two weeks ago, we read, like, he's, like, a senior writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Dewey. we missed that one, I guess. You know, I guess. Woo! <laughs> oh, yeah. He must have made the coffee really strong, pal. Did <laughs> <laughs> so like good at his job. I like when Oscar does that move with her butt. You know what I'm talking about, guys? So did you guys watch the Thunderdome? It pops me. Yeah. Thunderdome. I hear that uh, a, or, uh, WWE already has a ban list for fans that do things they don't like in the crowd on Thunderdome so they could ban them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it took you long. They're probably holding up AEW sides. Banned! You know. Um, yeah. uh, White House, did you watch? You watched uh, Edwards. I'm not, I don't know if you did. I didn't. Um, I was working, but uh, did you guys you know, watch any of it? I watched I watched, I watched. watched a little bit of it. Uh, it looked weird. Um, just there's a lot going on. And then they tried to make it with some crowd noise, and I felt it was too over the top. It was just too loud. You could hear, really, what was going in the ring. I don't know. It was just a, it was a bad mix. So it was, just, it was just a lot going on, man. Would you, you call it a AD, work in progress? Yeah, work in progress. You got so, AD, so, whoa, 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 Person, Point of personal privilege. <laughs> Sensory issues. Sensory <laughs> overload. Sensory <laughs> overload. We need we need to calm this down here. Yo, there's a lot going on. If you got ADD, it's good for you, man. He hit pronoun. He hit pronoun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I did it, pal, for the ADDs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but it's like I was just weird, man. It's just uh, you know what it reminds me of. Uh, you see like a like a photoshopped picture, but it looks bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it looks like it was copy and pasted on the screen, but it, it's it's bad. Like that's what it just reminds me of, like a bad Photoshop. So, in all, uh, in, in, in all seriousness, no, it's good, it's good one. the hilarious part about it is when we did the new show and we were talking about the virtual fans in the stands. Like mm-hmm. I thought we were talking about like the uh, video game gimmick fans, like they've been doing in like Fox. Oh, the okay. Fox baseball coverage has been putting like. You know how when you play like MLB the Show, mm-hmm. and there's there's virtual you know like yeah. computer gimmicked fans in the yeah. crowd. Right. Fox at at different points during the games, just on Fox, uh, has been doing that. 
Like, I remember I happened to put on Yankees-Red Sox um, on, like, a Saturday night, and Aaron Judge hit a home run, and when he hit it, he, like, hit it into the virtual fans, like, the video game gimmick fans. So when they said that, I was like, oh, they're going to put, like, gimmick fans with, like, fake signs, and, like, they're going to be virtual, like, took it out of the video game or whatever. And then, like, I saw the picture of, like, the Zoom boxes. I'm like... What the fuck is this? <laughs> like, did they not learn from the NFL draft or the DNC that that does not work? <laughs> oh, yeah. Thunderdome, pal. Thunder giving dome. it to you. Listen. listen. Bringing the thunder. Listen. I'm going to get my Thunderdome from Alexa, pal. Oh, yeah. Sister Abigail. You, you, know, you, you know who really got the Thunderdome was Seth Rollins, pal. The man gave him the Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. She stuck it right in there, bro. <laughs> the oh, man. I, I'm, I'm still wondering which one's pregnant, bro. <laughs> <laughs> who's the bitch, I say? Steph, who's the bitch? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, Seth was the bitch for a while. <laughs> Messiah, my ass. <laughs> the Messiah. <laughs> oh my God! Does he have a match at SummerSlam? Uh, he's fighting Rey Mysterio, wrestling Rey Mysterio's son. Oh yeah. Oh God! Come Street on. fight. Ray, Third he's wrestling. Oh, because he because he ripped his eye out on the last show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, here's the story. You rip my dad's eye out. I'm gonna kick your ass, pal. <laughs> Bruce oh. came up with that, not me. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. Bruce is doing a hell of a job. He's got retribution out there and makes the roster look like a bunch of pussies because they all run away from retribution. Yeah. Is that is that their little Antifa faction? Yeah, oh yeah. It's like Antifa. Retribution. They, they, they jumped the shit out of Braun Strowman on Friday. So, um... The locker room came out. So I'm are, are, they, are, are, they, are they are they st- are they still going with the uh, Fight Club gimmick? Uh, on Friday, on Mondays, yeah. Oh yeah, raw. It's raw underground, not SmackDown, pal. <laughs> considering considering a title. Oh yeah, another the belt. Tit- oh, that's all we need. Shane wants a belt. I gotta <laughs> get my goddamn belt, pal. Shane the Baser wants to go down there. Yeah. She's going to kick all the guys' asses and win the belt, pal. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so good. Doesn't good Vince... shit. <laughs> Doesn't Vince hate her? Shayna. Oh, all right, White right House. Pred- pal. Yeah. I like them all. Prediction. Who's, walk- who's, who's winning? Orton? Or, Orton. Orton. Or Drew. Yeah. Orton's going over. 14-time champ. I'll go over, pal. Yep. Then, four, fourteen time puts him in third place. Big, big. That's a big, big. title. Um, Cowboy Bob's kid, pal. Yeah, I remember Cowboy Bob. I, I put, on, dude. I put on fucking WrestleMania three recently, and I saw Cowboy Bob, and I could just see Randy in him without like the tattoos and. Everything. Oh, you should have saw me in him. Pal. <laughs> Back in seventy eight. <laughs> He's just, <laughs> <laughs> McMahon's worse than Biden. 
Did, did, did they rub your blonde hairs? coffin. Watch did they, back there. Did they rub your blonde hairs, pal? I sit up on a stand, pal. And I got hairy uh, legs. Corn pop. Turn blonde. Corn pop was a bad dude, pal. Captain <laughs> 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 Spiden. <laughs> yeah, one of those slick razor blades, and I just told them like. Yeah, uh, I'll fight you, but you got to put down the razor blade and I'll let you in, but uh, I, I didn't kick you out physically. The Cinnabon's day. <laughs> I, love, I love that clip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't, bro. I can't. All right. Action time coming, pal. Closing thoughts. Edwards, closing thoughts. Ah. Uh. SummerSlam tomorrow. I think I'm actually going to watch some of it. <laughs> see, see what the old man's got up his sleeve, pal. In the Thunderdome. In the dome, the Thunderdome. <laughs> it's going to be the worst SummerSlam ever, and it's saying a lot. It's really, it might be. It's, it really it might is. Be. <laughs> White House. Uh, yeah, watch a little bit of SummerSlam. Uh the uh, the the New Japan USA Cup ended Friday night, and I'm happy to, to tell you guys that I don't have to white out New Japan because That's Kenta good. won. Good. Okay. Yeah. So Kenta is the number one contender for the United States Championship. He's the number one contender. The contender. Number one contenta. Contenta. Yeah. I, I, word, I, I, it's word I, wordplay, wordplay, pal. Yeah. Uh, I'm with, I'm, I'm with, uh, Vincent Edwards over here. <laughs> v, <laughs> VK Bleeding for Truth. <laughs> I will, uh, actually watch SummerSlam tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'll do it. Uh, but I do want to see Randy and Drew, so I guess that's good enough reason for anything. Um, thanks for listening. We managed to do another three-hour show. Who knew? Uh, cool <laughs> Truth, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. Please check out our show. Subscribe to all iTunes, Spreaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere you're going to listen. And be sure to check out our boy, King Firehawk, who made a triumphant return tonight to podcasting for Mr. Edwards. For Mr. White House, I'm Daddy Cool AC. Good night, everybody. 
listening to A Cool Truth Podcast Production. <laughs>